One, welcome to Pleasanton for Friday Night Football on Classic Hits, Power 99, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, along with our producer-engineer Cassie Sloan, getting you ready for a game tonight that is not between two teams that are in the top ten and not between two teams that are, have winning records, but between two teams because of the district system and what is left ahead of them have a chance to put a run together to end the regular season and make it into the D2 playoffs. And when you take a look at what Pleasanton's schedule was the first half of the season they could have been uh, the fifth or eighth best team in the area and and still started off 0-4 before getting on the board last week against Elwood. Kind of the same story for Loomis. Things didn't go their way in the second half on opening night or maybe things would be a little bit different. Uh, They let a 20-point lead get away and lost in overtime to Axtell on opening night and now set it 2-3 on the season. But three winnable games for Loomis and then that gets you to 5-3 and and not a bad spot in the playoffs because the final three teams that Loomis has to face are currently a combined 2-13, and 13, Pleasanton, Elwood, and Anselmo Myrna. You take a look at what Pleasanton started off with. Those four teams currently that they lost to have a record of 16-4. and four. So how good is Pleasanton? We may find out over the next three games. They've got Loomis, Anselmo Myrna, and then what would be a huge game if they can get the next two wins at Bertrand, who is setting themselves up Bertrand and Overton to see who will maybe win the district. So that will be the big game between those two teams because Overton has already beaten uh, Pleasanton. That is one of the teams that is off to a great start, and Overton has also beaten Loomis. Big story tonight is Loomis coming off the bye week. How healthy are they? They have a lot of kids that are on the shelf tonight, and we'll talk more about that as things uh, move along. But it wasn't all at once. They have a new quarterback. They have a new back. They lost a lineman. And so they're a very young team to begin with. How will they match up tonight with Pleasanton? This is the Hogan Meyer Hybrids pregame show here on Classic Hits Power 99. One of five games on our Platte River Radio network of stations on the breeze, 94.5. The Ravetta Blue Jays are up in Palmer. Palmer really kind of an impressive loss last week. They lost by only four points to Fullerton, a team that beat Ravenna a couple of weeks ago. That's on the breeze, 94.5. Big district game in C1 with Kearney Catholic trying to come back off back-to-back losses to Minden and Sutton as they take on Kozad. And Kozad has a chance, and it's going to be tough. They have Kearney Catholic and Adams Central left, but they control their own destiny. After beating Minden last week, Kozad at 4-2 and two with those two losses to state-rated Ord and Gothenburg. They have a chance to win a district title and get into the playoffs at 6-2, and two, and they have to play Class B Lexington next week. So that's on ESPN 1460. Hastings is hosting another top-10 team in Seward tonight on ESPN 1550, and Adams Central is at Minden on 1230 AM KHAS. All those games also online, platriverpreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Saw some good volleyball last night. The Pleasanton girls are now 21-2. and Now, they were tested by Axtell and even had to go three sets with Amherst, but they're the top seed getting ready for the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament. They'll host opening round action on Monday night. So Loomis trying to get to 3-3 three and three, and Pleasanton trying to win their second in a row. It's Friday night football, and we will hear from the coaches. They have been here a long time, 20-plus years for each of these head coaches. Ricky Wesson at Pleasanton, and up first, Dennis Reese, the head football coach 
at Loomis. And other scores to pass along to you. Uh, Carney High had to get things started early today, and it was 14 to 6 at the end of the first quarter, and it's still 14 to 6. Lincoln Southwest leading Carney High. That game is in the third quarter of play. Some finals last night. Millard West beat Grand Island in double overtime, 30 to 24. Also today, number two BDS and D1 beat Humble Table Humboldt Table Rock Steiner, 54 to six. Bertrand was a winner over Elwood, 46 to 12 this afternoon. And last night, six-man SEM beat Maywood Hayes Center, 37 to 18. And today, Wilcox Hildreth won a shootout over Eustis Farnham, 92 to 46. Wilcox Hildreth remains undefeated. And if you are headed out to a football game tonight, you can help us out. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can follow along the live scoreboard just like we do, updating all of the area games, PlatteRiverPreps.com. And you can help keep us up to date on those games by either texting or calling 308-646-0506. 308-646-0506. Simply give us the uh, score and the time. Say it's Pleasanton 7, Loomis 7, end of the first quarter. Whatever game you're at, We'd love to hear from you. We will be back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on this cool, and the wind has kicked up a little bit here in the pregame to hear from the coaches, Dennis Reese of Loomis and Ricky Westland of Pleasanton right after this. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B, and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. We get up early to dice, simmer, fry, and mix. Nachos made from scratch with jalapenos, cilantro, and our homemade ranch dressing. Chicken ranch nachos in three flavors made fresh for our friends at Amigos. All right, let's go. Amigos Boneless Wings presents their starting snack backs. Number 16, garlic parmesan. Number 22, buffalo. Number 5, mango habanero. And number 81, sweet barbecue. And it's wings for the win at Amigos King's Club. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show for Friday Night Football, a Fort Kearney Conference matchup tonight in Pleasanton as the Bulldogs welcome in the Loomis Wolves. And although neither team has that stellar top 10 record right now, they do have an opportunity to win some football games before the end of the season. And Dennis Reese joins us here, the head football coach of the Wolves. And I guess, tongue-in-cheek, Dennis, you've got a chance if you can get this team healthy. Boy, uh, an eight-man, you can't afford to get knocked up. And you got a lot of young kids that are going to be sitting on the side lines and you don't have a lot of seniors and you got a couple of them that are out tonight you know it's one of those things we're a young team definitely and our kids are getting better it just takes time for them to learn things because we're so young and they have never done this before we're getting better day by day this is kind of a game even though Pleasanton's one and four I think both of you are what I call the tweener the losses that you have are to really good four and one undefeated teams and then the couple of wins that you have are over franklin and blue hill that are struggling uh, do you see this as one of those kind of in-between games maybe your first close one of the year i think that we can compete with pleasanton and i think they can compete with us i mean it should be a good game i think they've probably played a little bit tougher schedule so they might have an edge that way but i'm hoping we can have a good game and, of course, it's not the first close one. You started in overtime with Axtell, who's got a very good football team. What changed? Is it more than injuries from game one to what you've been doing the last four weeks? You know, I think after that Axtell game, the kids kind of believed that they could uh, compete. 
because basically we just ran out of gas. It was really hot that night, and we had a 20-point lead on them at one point. But they came back and did what they needed to do, and we just couldn't answer. Uh, the two games after that, like you said, those two teams are struggling a little bit right now, and we had some kids step up and do some good things. and So it's possible that we can get some things back together. Yeah, one of those uh, injuries you had was to your freshman uh, quarterback. You've kind of changed that up a little bit. Isaac Walls, uh, one of those seniors that uh, the name we've known for quite some time, and and he's kind of had to step up and carry the load for you offensively. Talk about uh, how your offense has changed with a couple of these injuries. Well, the first game after uh, Shea hurt his uh, collarbone, Isaac stepped in there at quarterback just because he had the most knowledge of the offense. And so he had a great game. I think he scored eight touchdowns and scored or rushed for 366 yards, something like that, set a school record. So, I mean, that was a good game for him. Uh, in the meantime, Aiden Lovett has started to come on a little bit, and so we're going to play him at quarterback for tonight and then put uh, Isaac back at running back, and he'll play some tight end also just simply because he's a lot more physical and he can do some things that way for us. We're talking about the head football coach at Loomis, Dennis Reese, getting ready to take on Pleasanton tonight. Uh, you don't get to play at home for a while, kind of a quirky schedule. You had three in a row and then uh, an away game. You were off last week for your bye, two more on the road here. What did you do during the bye week, Dennis? We went back to basics and did a lot of simple stuff, blocking and tackling, trying to get off blocks. Stuff that you just have to be able to do to win games. And the thing that we're seeing right now is we can scheme all we want, but until you can do the basics, you're going to have a hard time competing. Defensively, there's not one guy that's making all the tackles for you here. Uh, Andrew Dennis and, and Walls are there, and of course now Andrew is out. What are you seeing from what your defense has done so far this year? Well, we've had to move people around quite a bit because we're so young in the secondary that it's been a situation they've had to learn really fast because we don't have anybody else and so we just keep pushing that and try and keep building around it and strengthen the line of scrimmage so we can make some plays there. Tell me a little bit about uh, what you've been able to do in special teams. Uh, I know that uh, John has kind of had some nice returns for you so far this year. You know John Kenny had one kickoff return he ran back and I believe that was against Franklin and He's learning, too. I mean, there's some times when he looks really good and sometimes when he kind of kicks the ball around back there. But he's a hard worker, and he's going to get better. It's just one of those things we have to get the experience to improve. Dennis Reese is with us as uh, Loomis gets ready to take on Pleasanton. Uh, the Bulldogs finally got in the win column last week, but Coach, uh, you mentioned uh, the schedule that they have already played. Uh, uh, three of the four teams uh, state-rated at one point uh, during the year. Uh, what are you seeing out of Pleasanton? It looks to me, when I saw them play earlier this year against Axtell, they can kind of do two different types of offense, so how do you prepare for them? Well, the first thing we have to do is we have to try and make them pass the ball because I think the Rasicki boy is a really good running back, and if we just let him run, he may have he may get too tired to run anymore. <laughs> and so we have to take care of the running game first, make them pass the ball. Coach, what did you tell your team during this off week uh, as we look? I mean, the three teams that you're playing have a combined two wins. Uh, are there still big goals ahead here for the Wolves? 
We, you know, we talked about that a little bit because if we were able to win all three games, we'd end up five and three, which that's a heck of a record for as young a team as we've got. And so we'd be really proud with that. But realistically, I mean, whatever we do, if we keep improving from one game to the next, that's what we're after. Dennis, where have you seen the most improvement? I mean, from an experience standpoint, that's one thing, but uh, where have you seen the most improvement with this young team? You know, I'm looking at things right now defensively. I think we're getting better and better. Uh, a couple of guys on defense that I've really seen some improvement in the last couple of weeks would be Carson Orcutt, and he's been playing some linebacker for us now, and he's starting to do some really good things. Uh, Josh Carter's getting better and better. Joel Abramson's so consistent. For a sophomore, you'd think he's a little bit older player, but he's not. just keeps working at it. Um, Josh Marcy plays pretty well at defensive end. We put Isaac Walls at the other defensive end now, and he's really fit into that position really well, so hopefully we can do some good things with that. Uh, Peyton Schultz is probably our best cover guy at this point. Well, Coach, look forward to seeing the Wolves again here tonight and uh, see how the rest of this season uh, plays out. So best of luck, and let's keep the rest of them healthy. You bet. We'll keep improving. Thanks, Dennis. Dennis Reese, the head football coach of the Loomis Wolves here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll be back and chat with Pleasanton head coach Ricky Westland right after this on Power 99. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show continues here on Power 99 as we get ready for Pleasanton and Loomis. And Pleasanton coach Ricky Westland joining us here. Got to see him earlier in the season and uh, got in the win column last week. And, Coach, it wasn't because your team maybe wasn't necessarily playing well, but uh, the teams that you were playing that first month of the season all have outstanding records right now. How did you... How do you look at that, uh, that kind of grain of salt thing uh, that uh, you might not have played that bad, but yet uh, you weren't able to pick up a lot of wins until last week? Which is, we saw in the beginning of the year, we were, it was early, but everybody else was playing early football too. But uh, we made small mistakes in those games, which led to uh, you know, big plays on the other side. And that's kind of where we got in the deficit on the, on the scoreboard. But as we went through the game the other night, you know, there's still some things that I told the kids, hey, you guys did a great job the other night, but there's still some things we need to improve on. You know, as a coach, nothing's ever perfect, so you got to find those things and keep working on them. Where we might have had more mistakes in those first four games than we had the other night, um, so we're trying to repair all those things and see what we can do to move forward. Well, your team might not be quite as young as Coach uh, Reese's team over there at Loomis because we just talked about some of those things you have to overcome when you have so many young kids. As we talked about earlier in the year, you just got a couple of seniors uh, that you're able, three seniors that you're even able to suit up. So is that kind of the biggest uh, improvement is just you're getting some more game experience? 
yeah, there's a lot of a lot of kids. Those seniors are getting better at their techniques, you know, always improving. But just on the the lower end of the scale, there you go. Know, some sophomores and freshmen, they're buying into the fundamental work and drills that we do every day, and it's starting to come through in games. And uh, we had some kids that were sophomores start last week on both sides of the ball, and they're doing a great job. Cogman with Ricky Wesson, head coach at Pleasanton. Of course, last time we saw you against Axtell, and, and something that you have been doing is, is rotating quarterbacks and having Tice and Jackson, uh, depending on what you want to do. How much are you continuing to do that, and will you continue to do that throughout the remainder of the season? I think so. I, I like that part of it. We have, uh, you know, Jackson's a valuable quarterback to us when we spread things out. And if you watch Jackson when he gets on the, up on the offensive line, He's one of the best linemen we have too. So, it, you're getting the most out of the individual by doing that. You know, where Tyson can hold the the team together playing quarterback in more of a, a regular formation, uh, where Jackson then we can uh, put him back at shotgun and let him use his talent as throwing the ball. One of the weird things, and I know athletes are athletes. Sometimes you get a running back, running back, and a linebacker that are just uh, the guy on your team, and he might lead you in tackles. But actually, the two guys that you have playing quarterback are also leading you in tackles. They're not afraid of a little physicality. No, they're not. They're uh, you know Tyson Jackson. I think they're up there on top with Kessler Dixon, and those kids just they know football and they know how to. You know, when the guys break through the line, they know the correct angles to contain or inside out pressure and make the tackle. So they're playing a really good supporting cast of that front group or the defensive line in front of them. Of course, offensively, uh, Riley Rosiski is is your main eye back back there when you're not running a wildcat. Uh, he's getting a, a majority of the totes. How's he held up against teams like Kennesaw, Overton that were uh, pretty physical and on the road? Um, Overton, we just really never got our offense going. We they're such a big group up front. We had a tough time moving with some of our younger linemen. Uh, we just didn't have much success there with Riley in the backfield. Um, the spread game kind of was the bright side of the, or bright spot of the game against Overton. Uh, but, however, against Kennesaw, uh, Riley kind of hit his stride somewhere towards the end of the first quarter. Um, and then talking to Snitzer after the game, he said, I had no answer for what Riley Rosiski was doing to us. I mean, he had legitimate football players. These guys were ripped up and big, obviously, because they're doing really well. But those guys weren't stopping Riley. It was just kind of a, a game of attitude. Riley decided to take it to him, and he did. And... It just kind of uh, through that second quarter into the third quarter, the teams, our offensive linemen just rallied behind him, and he was coming off the field praising those guys in return, and it was just it was awesome. It was a great feeling, and he had to go out with a tweaked his knee a little bit in that game, um, and it was hard to hold together with him out of there on offense. Chatting with Pleasanton Bulldog head football coach Ricky Westland here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Coach, uh, what do you see in Loomis? They've uh, had to switch some players around, especially at quarterback because of some injuries. As we said, they're a young football team. Uh, the winner of this game is still kind of in position for some postseason. Uh, what do you see from Loomis? Um, I see a lot of old names that uh, I recognize from my first few years going against Loomis. I think a lot of those uh, guys that I coached against, uh, their sons are now playing. You know, I noticed Lovett was on the roster as a freshman now. I remember he was an outstanding running back and a sprinter back in the day. I saw him at quarterback against Bertrand. Um, I know those other guys might be have younger sons coming up, but it's kind of neat to see that. You To be around here long enough to see some of those other kids that um, I'm coaching some sons that uh, I have a former players right now it's just kind of fun to see that and, and coach uh, kind of as you look at what they put out there Isaac Dunn kind of anchors that line for them uh, how do you 
kind of stay away from him, I guess, a little bit because they do have some younger freshmen out there and some guys that aren't as big. Uh, do you just look at where Dunn's at and try to stay away from him, or does that really matter? No, you kind of look at uh, they do a good job of staggering. They put Dunn on one side, defensive tackle, or the defensive end, wherever, whatever front they're running. And then they have uh, Marcy on the other side, you know, another talented athlete at Loomis. So it's really you, you kind of have to pick your poison, so to speak, um, you kind of have to know who you're going against, how to block them. Do you need to cause a, create a double team on that person, or do you option off that person? There's just some things we had to put into our game plan. Hey, coaches, uh, we head into the last third of the season here. Maybe a district title is not going to be in the works, and you got Bertrand at the end of the season who's off to a better start than many people thought. Do you have an overall speech that you tell the guys, or is it the old coaching uh, one-game-at-a-time philosophy? We're kind of in a one game at a time right now because what's uh, never happened before doesn't matter. We just have to worry about that night, um, not look too far forward ahead. Uh, we just kind of stay focused on the game and let the chips fall where they may. Um, and one thing we do when we get into district play, I always try to pump up the kids or get them excited a little bit. And I said, you know, because there's looking for rewards or awards at the end of the season, for example, all district. I said, when we play as a team, for example, last week against Elwood, every game that we have now throughout, you know, Overton's obviously got us, but the rest of the district that we have to face, we can send a message every week to the rest of the teams on the schedule. Also, the kids can produce enough, you know, on own for their, their effort that they put on the field, the technique that they use, and that might go into an all-district award in the future if those coaches recognize them. So, I mean, we just have to take care of the game at hand, and then we'll keep moving forward. All right, Ricky, uh, looking to see if the Bulldogs can get their second straight win and uh, always appreciate the time, always appreciate the hospitality here in Pleasanton. All right, thank you, Doug. That's Ricky Westland, head coach of the Pleasanton Bulldogs. We'll be back for the starting lineup for tonight's game between Pleasanton and Loomis right after this on Power 99. Do you need transmission repair on your four-wheel drive truck or SUV? How about your two-wheel drive or front-wheel drive vehicle for work or school? Hi, this is Lane with TBK Transmissions. Over the years, TBK Transmissions has repaired thousands of four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, and transfer cases, foreign or domestic. Put your trust in TBK. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Gary Michaels has beautiful new fall clothing for men and ladies arriving daily. Ladies, purchase a regular price item and get the second 30% off. New Brighton items reduced to half price. Men, purchase any suit or sport coat and pant combo at regular price and receive a shirt and tie free. A $105 value. Just in, new Johnston and Murphy shoes. All footwear now 10% off. Also, book your wedding now at either Hastings or Carney location and receive 10% off the entire wedding party. Fall savings going on now at Gary Michaels. And welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Classic Hits Power 99 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Let's take a look at our injury report before we even move in to the starting lineups tonight. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Of course, we all know that Tyler Pulaski has been out all year, uh, who would have been the number one quarterback uh, for Pleasanton, but he's been out all season long, and so uh, he's really the only scratch for Ricky Westland, so that's good for uh, Pleasanton, but on the other side, uh, get ready for this. Here's what you've got out for Loomis. You've got uh, 
freshman and Trevin Edwards. He's out with a concussion, a collarbone injury to their starting quarterback, Shea Swanson, in the uh, third game of the season. Then you've got Dalton Brining, who is out with an arm injury. Now, they are all freshmen. Sophomore uh, also out tonight is a Caleb Paffert. He is out with an elbow injury. Out with a knee injury is Aiden Mateka. He is a senior in. And then maybe the big one is uh, here out for the first time this week is their senior lineman, Andrew Dennis. Uh, Dennis has been playing a lot of football during his career, and uh, he has a kneecap injury. So you have got six different players in a D2 school that are out for the Loomis Wolves, and uh, they will have to move some guys around. And again, it didn't all happen at once. Uh, Some of it was right off the get-go, as we said, some game two, three, and then uh, the last game out. They did have a bye week, so that is crucial, as you heard from Coach Reese, to give them a little extra time to get what product that they're going to put on the field tonight settled in, and uh, hopefully for Loomis that'll work out well. Our injury report brought to you by... Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. An update from Lincoln. Carney High has taken a 15-14 lead over Lincoln Southwest. They are in the fourth quarter. Huge game. Carney needs to kind of win this to have a chance now maybe to uh, get into the playoffs with Lincoln High on the schedule next week. And then North Platte, they don't want to drop a second straight game and third overall. So they have come from behind and they have a 15-14 lead right now. Let's take a look at the starting lineup for tonight's high school football ball game brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. For the Loomis Wolves, the center is number 90, 190-pound freshman Christian Blinkow. The guards are number 24, 170-pound sophomore Josh Carter, and number 33, 250-pound senior Isaac Dunn. The ends are number 7, 155-pound senior Peyton Schultz, and number 45, 210-pound junior Josh Marcy. The fullback is number 30, 160-pound sophomore Joel Abramson. The I back is number 18, 180-pound senior Isaac Walls, and the quarterback, number 3, 130-pound sophomore, is Aiden Lovett. The head coach is Dennis Reese, assisted by Jason Maskey and Drew Billiter. Loomis comes into tonight's game with a record of 2-3, and three, defeating Franklin and Blue Hill and losing to Axtell in overtime, Overton and Bertrand. Now the starting lineup for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. At center, number 32, 5'11", 190-pound junior, Connor Hand. The guards, Chase Pulaski, 5'6", 160-pound freshman, wears number 11. Number 98, 6'2", 250-pound senior, Caleb Riesland. And also, Jackson Keyshaw, when he's not playing quarterback, will start on that line. 5'11", 200-pound junior. At the end, number 4, 133-pound junior is Seth Eckel. The fullback is number 21, 6'170 170-pound junior, Kessler Dixon. The eyeback is number 44, 200-pound senior, Riley Rosiski. And the quarterback, number 8, 6'2", 180-pound sophomore, Tice Westlin. The head coach of the Pleasanton Bulldogs is Ricky Westlin, assisted by Casey Loomis, Jordan Arnsdorf, Kyle Giffen, and Nick High. Pleasanton, as we told you earlier in the pregame, won their last game with Elwood after dropping the first four to those four teams with a record of 16-4. and four. Ansley Litchfield, Axtell, Kennesaw, and Overton. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. High school football this Friday night getting close to kicking it off here in Pleasanton as the Bulldogs take on the Loomis Wolves in a district matchup tonight. We keep talking about the winner. Still has a chance maybe to kind of run the table. The loser going to be on a rough one, especially if Pleasanton can't get the win tonight. That's going to put them behind the eight ball uh, for their last two football games. Three and five might get you in, but it's not going to get you where you want to be in the playoffs. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Starker, Hogemeyer 
hybrid seed dealer. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Carney, Axtell, Pleasanton, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Loomis won the toss. They deferred. Pleasanton will receive the football when we get our Friday night contest underway after this. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas filler. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. And we are ready to play a little Friday night football. The wind has kicked up a little bit. The temperature's now in the mid to upper 40s around the listening area. And the wind howling out of the north uh, to south as we play uh, Friday night football here on Classic Hits Power 99 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda along with our producer-engineer Cassie Sloan. Another update from Lincoln Southwest has kicked a field goal to take a 17-15 lead over the Kearney Bearcats in the fourth quarter of play. So it will be Loomis moving with the wind at their back, of course. Uh, hopefully chance for them to pin Pleasanton deep. And for the Bulldogs, they will send back two of their speedsters to get this football game underway. And standing back there will be Seth Eckel and Kessler Dixon putting the ball on the tee. The big man here for the Loomis Wolves is Josh Marcy. I think if uh, Loomis is going to be very competitive in the ball game tonight, Marcy is going to have to be there and do some big things for him. The ball's in the air. It's short. It bounces at the 15-yard line. It'll be picked up there by Dixon to the 20, to the 25, 30. 35, he's still on his feet, and they'll gang tackle him as he crosses midfield and gets into Loomis territory at the 38-yard line. So a good return for Kessler Dixon, and that's where Pleasanton We'll get things going. Some of the early success or failure for Loomis seems to be one of those things that has carried over throughout the season. If they have a good start, they play good all game. If they don't, things go wrong for them. So let's see after a nice kick return here if they're able to get something done defensively. A straight eye formation as Tice Westland sets him down. Dixon will be the eyeback. Rosiski will actually be the fullback. They will give it to Riley on the fullback dive, and off the right end, he'll make it to the 35-yard line and a gain of three. So nothing special there, just a good feel-it-out play on the first play of the football game, a gain of three. Second down and seven, right in the middle of the football field in the red tops with the white pants going against the black pants and the white and green tops and green helmets for the Loomis Wolves. They'll go with three down linemen, stay in that eye formation, 
Put Rosiski again at the fullback. They'll run the same play, and Wesson's going to keep it on an option pitch to Dixon around the right side. He breaks a tackle at the 25, down the sideline to the 20, to the 10, and into the end zone. Dixon takes it in from 35 yards away. And when you're so concerned about the big man, Riley Rosiski, everybody fell for the fullback dive, and Westland pulled it back out, pitched it. He broke one tackle down the right sideline and into the end zone on the second play of the football game. So Pleasanton is going to line up to kick the extra point here. Grady Chandler, they don't waste any time. The kick is away, and Chandler puts it up, and good. So just 45 seconds into the ball game, it's the Pleasanton Bulldogs 7, the Loomis Wolves nothing. Our five points bank touchdown, a 35-yard run from Kessler Dixon. We'll kick it off next. You may have to travel the world to find the one you love, but you'll find the dress you love close to home. The Bridal Isle in Loomis has over 350 gowns in stock. The Bridal Isle's combination of selection and service makes finding the perfect dress fun and easy for the entire wedding party. And a trip to the Bridal Isle for prom has been a tradition for over 30 years. Don't forget the guys with Tux Rental for both weddings and prom. Find the Bridal Isle on Facebook at BridalIsle.com or in downtown Loomis. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. Hey, man, football, sometimes it doesn't take long to put points on the board, and that's exactly what has happened here as Schultz stands back at his five-yard line waiting for the kick into the wind here, and it's a low-line drive kick. They try to kick it away from him, and it bounces into the end zone, and so there's part of the game as well, that special teams, because Pleasanton got a good kick return. They only had a two-play 38-yard drive, and now Loomis, as the ball scoots into the end zone, will have to start at their own 15. So the Wolves come out here. With quarterback Aiden Lovett, just a sophomore, you've got a couple of seniors in this starting lineup. Isaac Dunn is kind of the man to watch here. Uh, You've got some youngsters around him, but they like to run it behind Dunn and Marcy and try to make something big happen, and those two big fellas line up to the right. They'll come out of the pistol formation, send Schultz in motion in a jet sweep, pitch it to him, option left. He's looking for a little bit of a hole, bounces off one defender, and is going to be pushed backwards, tries to get back to the line of scrimmage, but is going to lose a yard on the first play of the game. Second down and 11 as quarterback Aiden Lovett looking for Schultz to get from the right to the left. He found a little bit of a crease, but... Couldn't dance through it in time, and Pleasanton able to close it down quickly on that right end. Great work over there by the Bulldogs and uh, T.J. Bailey, one of the men that were in on the play. Second down and 11. This time they'll split the backs, line them up under center, send Schultz in motion to the left. There's going to be an inside trap play and nowhere to go for Abramson. He got back to the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be a gain of one. And Pleasanton was all over that play. Tice Westland in there. Also in on the tackle is going to be Jackson Keyshaw. And as we said at the pregame, those are the two leading tacklers so far this year for Pleasanton. So it's third down and 10 now for Loomis. Wind at their back. And the quarterback rolls over. Love it to get the play from the sideline. Schultz going to be in the backfield on the right. Abramson on the left under center. No wide receivers on third down and 10. 
And they're going to uh, give it to Schultz on a little counterplay. He gets five. He lowers his shoulder, and as he gets to the 19, they kind of shove him backwards, and it's going to be a punting situation here for Loomis. The original line of scrimmage was where he was able to break that first tackle, and he spins forward for about three. We'll call it a three-yard gain, fourth down and seven, though. Schultz a couple of carries during that series, and it's three and out. So... Quinn Johnson, it looks like, is to punt. Walls never touched the ball that time, and the boot is away. It's a pretty decent punt. It's going to hit the ground at the 32 and be bobbled at the 28-yard line. And now looking for some running room across the 30, it is Seth Eckel, and he'll get up to about the 37-yard line. So 12-23 and 23 is a 35-yard punt that time, a return of about six yards, and Pleasanton will have Good field position here again to start their second drive at their own 37. Pleasanton 7 and Loomis nothing. 9.18 to go here in the first quarter. Friday night football on Power 99. It got a little bit better around 5 o'clock, and then the wind kicked up when the guys got out here for pregame warm-ups. So it's not too bad, but a chill has came in the I formation. Here's they're going to run the option, and there's the pitch. Boy, in some trouble. They get it out here to Dixon on the left side. He'll get into Loomis territory. He slips a couple of tackles, and they finally bring him down at the 35. He ends up getting eight yards on the play. But that time, Loomis had come upfield and almost batted that pitch from Tice Westland out of the air. So they know that they're keying on Riley Rosiski, and who doesn't? He is the man, and so early on here, Pleasanton is trying to give him a different look and then get some of that pressure off Riley. Maybe he'll bust one. They continue to line him up at the fullback until right now, offset eye. Rosiski is the eye back, and they'll turn and just hand it to him. Starts left, wants to go outside, and he's going to be hit in the backfield, and Isaac Walls got through there and dropped him for a loss on the play. He's going to lose three on the second down play, and it'll be third down. And we'll make it about five yards to go. Nice play by Isaac Walls coming through untouched. So, again, Pleasanton up 7 to nothing. The ball is at the Loomis 37-yard line. They need to make it to at least the 33, maybe inside the 33. So about four and a half yards to go here on third down. Same set. It's just that they'll move Dixon over a little bit to the right instead of the left of the quarterback. Westland, pitch play, Rosiski. He's going to pull out there to block two. Stretch play, trying to get to the corner, and he did not get the first down. Pursuing him and pushing him out of bounds is Josh Marcy as he gets to the 35-yard line. It's going to be a gain of about two, and they need another two for the first down here. So fourth down, and of course, with the ball in Loomis territory, Pleasanton will go for it. And let's see if they just hand it straight up the gut here to Riley Rosiski. Fourth down and two, big play here for the Loomis defense. Can they come up with a stand and get the ball back here at the 35-yard line of the Wolves? Rosiski will be the fullback this time with Dixon the eye back. Westland, quick count, hard count. He got him to jump. Oh, man. The first penalty of the ball game, and it's going to be offsides on Loomis, and that'll be a first down for Pleasanton, their second one of the ball game. And those are the ones that make you cringe, but when you have some youngsters up there, they know that they've got to get in there and to make the play, that's a good hard count by Tyus Westland and moves the chains here for Pleasanton. First and 10 at the 30-yard line of Loomis, already up 7-0, scoring on the second play of the ball game, an option pitch to Kessler-Dixon down the right sideline for 35 yards. We have 7.56 to go here in quarter number one. 
Offset eye. We haven't seen wide receivers yet. They've stayed out of the wildcat. Now they want to throw Westland back. The lefty fires it out here and overshoots his intended target in Jackson Keyshaw, who was well covered out here in the flat by number 24, Josh Carter. Also in the area was Abramson. Our first pass play of the game is incomplete. Probably will see some of that wildcat later on, but so far this is working. And into the ball game, we'll see a little bit of Broderick Pates from time to time in the backfield. Sometimes they'll put him in at a split end. Second down and 10 after the incomplete pass. Now they're going to go with a full house backfield, and here we go. Here is your Wildcat. Rosiski will take the direct snap with the two backs in front of him. Riley is going to follow him to the right, then comes back over the center and dies forward for a short game. The ball is loose. There's a fumble on the play, and Loomis has it. Loomis has covered the football. Coming off the pile is Aiden Lovett. Riley Rosiski lost the football in the break that Loomis was looking for. A gain of just two on that Wildcat but a fumble lost, and our first turnover of the ball game be picked up at the 25-yard line of Loomis. So Aiden Lovett, who's been the quarterback here the last couple of games, gets the fumble recovery, and Loomis will take over at the 25, trailing 7-0. 7.46 to go here in the first quarter of play. They were three and out on their opening possession. Now they will send Lovett out of the backfield and direct snap it themselves to Schultz. He'll try to follow Lovett over the left end, and he'll get a couple maybe three out to the 23-yard line. So a lot of unconventional plays here. Somebody's already been in motion in the first four offensive plays here, and Isaac Walls hasn't touched it, and Aiden Lovett hasn't run it either. So Abramson ran it once, and Schultz has ran it three times. It'll be second down and about seven and a half, and again, they'll go with the Wildcat formation. Schultz has a hole off the left side. 30, 35, 40. He's into Pleasanton territory to the 20, to the 15, and he's going to be tripped up at the 10-yard line by Kessler Dixon, and the Wildcat worked for him that time. A 43-yard gain off the direct snap to Peyton Schultz and the first first down of the contest here for the Loomis Wolves. First and goal at the 9-yard line. So they have been running some misdirection. They have been putting Lovett out of the shotgun, they run it quickly out of the huddle. He'll line up and then get out of there. Now this time they will put him under center and split the backs. First and goal at the nine. And there he goes with Schultz out of the backfield. Hand it off to Abramson, and he's hit before he can even collect the football. And he is dropped behind the line of scrimmage by Pates. Broderick Pates drops him back at the 11-yard line. It's going to be a loss of two for Abramson. And bring up second and goal at the 11. Little wind gust rolling through here. At Pleasanton, they're retaping Riley Rosiski. Looks like he might have got cut on that left elbow on the fumble. And Loomis trying to take advantage here. The big 43-yard run by Peyton Schultz. Second and goal at the 11. Direct snap again to Schultz. It's student body right. He follows his blocker inside the 10, tackled forward to the 5. They might even give him the 4-yard line as the tackle is made by Chase Pulowski. And they'll mark him at the 5, a gain of 6. And it'll be third down and goal here. For Loomis at the five-yard line. Ball on the right hash near the Pleasanton sideline. We'll take a look at the Platte River Prep scoreboard here in just a little bit. Lincoln Southwest holds on with a late field goal to knock off Carney. Tough one for the Bearcats. They fall 17-15. True eye formation. Third and goal. Love it. Turns. Counterplay. Right side. Schultz has a hole. Lowers his shoulder. And he's going to be knocked down by Westland at the two. It'll be third down, fourth down, and goal. And all of two, maybe even the three, they'll put it right at the two-and-a-half-yard line. So 
Called a three-yard gain, and it is fourth and goal here for Loomis. Coach Maskey sends the play in over here for his quarterback and Aiden Lovett. Pleasanton looking over to the sidelines for the defensive call. Down 7 to nothing. It's fourth and goal for Loomis. Just outside the two. Lovett in the I formation. Takes the snap. He'll give it to Abramson. Abramson fights his way into the end zone. Off right guard for the touchdown. A two-yard run for Joel Abramson. And the Wolves are on the board. 7-6 to six with 5.02 to go in quarter number one. So taking advantage of the turnover and marching it. Right down the football field, some 55 yards to complete the drive after Lovett had the fumble recovery. They will line up to go for two, empty the backfield. Lovett, the only man back there. He will send Schultz in motion, fake it to him, throw it out here in the flat to Walls. Walls catches it. Walls is into the end zone for the two-point conversion, and Loomis has taken the lead on the road. The Wolves, eight, and the Bulldogs, seven, our five-points bank touchdown. A two-yard run from Joel Abramson. We'll have the kickoff right after this. Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your used boat this fall. If you bring in your well-loved boat to Buzz's, and it's from 2011 or newer, you get an extra $1,000 added value for your trade-in. Not only that, but your boat's winterization will be on Buzz's Marine. For full details, visit Buzz's at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney or online at buzzesmarine.com to shop the new and used boat selection. This offer expires October 31st. Save on winterization. Save on storage. Save on a new boat. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Kick is away, and this time Loomis will be able to put it into the end zone with Marcy. The last time it was a short kick that Pleasanton was able to return, so they're not going to mess with that, and they'll boot it straight into the end zone, and Pleasanton will have their worst starting field position on their three drives as they will start at their own 15-yard line, now trailing 8-7 with 5.02 to go in the first quarter of play. Bulldogs kind of ended that last series with the Wildcat on the fumble. They're going to go back to the conventional I formation, and Tice Westland will be the quarterback. Rosiski will line up as the fullback and Dixon as the I-back, and they will give it to Rosiski off the right side. He breaks free, and no, Westland kept it, excuse me, and he's going to get six yards off the right side of the 20 to the 21-yard line. Nice ball fake there by Tice Westland, his first carry of the football game. It'll be second down and... Three yards to go. They'll give him a seven-yard pickup out to the 22-yard line. Running into the football game will be Cooper Dixon, another senior. Check it out. Will be Bailey on second down and three. Friday night football here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Rosiski now the eye back. Offset to the left side will be Dixon. They'll run the play that way. Option, Westland pitches it to Rosiski. A little bit behind him. He lowers his shoulder, runs over one defender. They're trying to strip the ball, and he's almost broken every tackle. Holding on, Schultz finally brings him down. He drugs Schultz for about 10 yards across the 35, out to the 37-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 15 on the play and a first down and 10 for Pleasanton. 
Gain of 15 for the big man, Riley Rosiski. His first big run of the night. His first four were four carries for four total yards where they'd stopped him a couple of times. First out and 10, ball at their own 37-yard line. And Wesleyan sets him down. Balance line, takes the snap, runs the option again. Rosiski left side, short side, lowers the shoulder, runs over defender across midfield into Loomis territory as he's brought down at the 38-yard line. That's going to be a gain of five and a half. We'll call it five officially for Riley Rosiski. And another first down play that gets him some decent yardage as the tackle is made out there by Josh Carter. Second down and five. Eight, seven Loomis with three and a half to go here in the first quarter. They'll run option to the right side. Wesson's going to keep it himself. He didn't even look to pitch. He gets inside the 35 and gang tackled at about the 33-yard line. Going to be a nice gain on the play of about five more as the wind starts to pick up again here at Pleasanton. It's going to be third down and short. In fact, well, they told him to move the chains. They are going to call it a first down. So a first down run there for Tice Wesland. And we'll wind the clock again. 8-7. Your score here at Pleasanton with Loomis in the lead. Pleasanton was... Looking to maybe go up two scores, but they fumbled the football away, and Loomis took it down the field on them. It is first down and 10, a little late getting out of the huddle. They'll hand it to Rosiski. Everything's blocked up, so he tries to bounce it outside, runs over a man at the 30, and Walls will grab him from behind and rip him down at the 28-yard line. It's going to be a gain of five more on the play. Give Loomis some credit. They're getting in the backfield. They're putting uh, some hits on Rosiski, but right now Riley is anticipating that, and so he just lowers his shoulder pads and bounces off the first guy. They have not been able, except for the one time when Walls dropped him behind the line of scrimmage, been able to uh, really get after him. Second down and five, ball at the 28 of Loomis. Back to the I formation, Westland. Rosiski fullback dive, they'll give it to him. He'll run over the first man and be brought down at the 25-yard line again by Carter. Gain of about three. It'll be third down and two. So they're feeding the beast right now as the clock winds down to two minutes to go. Wind has just kicked up about 15 miles an hour in the last three plays here out of the north. And that is the way Pleasanton is going directly into the wind. But only one pass attempt so far in the game. Third and two out of the eye. And it's going to be option. Pitch outside to Dixon. The same play he scored on. Slips a tackle and will not get the first down. Good pursuit back there. Schultz is all over the place, and he might have got a half a yard. It's going to be fourth down and a yard. Dixon had to really work just to get that. So fourth and short. Remember last time on fourth and short, Pleasanton used the hard count. Got Loomis to jump. That's been our only penalty so far of the football game. Minute 20 and counting. Westland runs in. Shouldn't be too much to this one. Line up, give it to the big horse, or run the option. Those have been basically the two plays they've run the whole time. Dixon will be in the offset to the right. Westland, maybe quarterback sneak. Let's find out. Fourth and short, it is quarterback sneak, and he's going to be able to follow his left guard and get a whole bunch. Inside the 20, they're pushing the pile of the 19. They still haven't blown the whistle dead. This is where somebody can get hurt. Blow that whistle, boys, as they bring him down at about the 17-yard line, and Westland finally gets out of there. That's an eight-yard quarterback sneak. 
And when they let them push the pile like that, sometimes it's hard to just blow the play dead. That is the fifth first down of the quarter, and the drive continues here for Pleasanton. It started at their own 15-yard line after the kick went into the end zone. They have now moved it down to the 17-yard line of Loomis. First down and 10. Westland under center takes the snap. Going to run option to the left side, decides to keep it, and he is going to get drilled by Carter as he falls forward for a couple of yards just inside the 15-yard line. There's a couple times that it's just straight quarterback keep. He doesn't look out there, and Westland, you can call it true option. The first touchdown to Dixon was true option, but every other time he knows that he's going to either pitch it out there or keep it himself. There hasn't been a lot of run about five steps and then pitch it. Second down, we'll call it seven yards to go. Ball at the 15-yard line. Westland, pitch play right side, Rosiski trying to follow his blockers, and Dixon gets to the outside to the 10, tights rope the sideline, and he is going to get close to the end zone and into the end zone, touchdown. Took a little bit for the signal, but it's good enough for a 15-yard Riley Rosiski touchdown, and boy, it looked like Loomis had strung that out, but he found just enough tightrope room over on the right sideline to take it in. And give Pleasanton the lead back. Our five points bank touchdown, a 15-yard run by Riley Rosiski on the final play of the quarter. Now they'll line up to kick the extra point. Or they'll go for two. No, they're going to go for two. Since Loomis goes for two, they're going to go for two. On the two-point conversion, Westland. Runs it, keeps it himself, gets into the end zone, and gets the two. So, your score now is Pleasanton 15 and Loomis 8 at the end of the first quarter of play on Power 99. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina Feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Well, we're ready to start the second quarter of play, and the benefit of scoring on the last play is that we switch ends, and Pleasanton will now have the wind at their back. And taking a look at some scores, as we said, Lincoln Southwest kicks a very late field goal to beat Kearney this afternoon into this evening by a score of 17-15. to Also, in Class B, Seward leads Hastings by a score of 14 to nothing in the first quarter. York leading Northwest 7 to 3. McCook leading Holdridge 14 to nothing. As we are ready to kick the ball away, and we get a whistle before we even get the kick away. And they'll have to redo it here it looks like. That'll give us a chance to look at a few more scores in C1. Kozad and Carney Catholic, a scoreless first quarter. Adams Central up on Minden, 26 to nothing at the end of the first. Aurora, 14 nothing over Boone Central. Newman Grove in the first. Central City leads Fairbury, 15 to nothing. Gothenburg, 7 to nothing over Valentine in the second. In C2, 
We'll get you a final on Hastings St. Cecilia in just a little bit, but Central Catholic leading Wood River 9-6 to in the first quarter, and Donovan Trumbull already up 20 to nothing in the first quarter of play. Amherst scores first to take a 6-0 lead on Elm Creek, and Ravenna leads Palmer 16-8 late first on the breeze, 94.5. And the kick is away, and that is bombed, and it is going to be grabbed out of the air at the one-yard line by Schultz, and up the field he comes to the 10, shakes one at the 15, and then he's going to be brought down by Westland at the 17-yard line, first down and 10 for the Loomis Wolves on a crisp October night, the first Friday in October. And it's 15-8 Pleasanton. A 35-yard run by Kessler Dixon. A 15-yard run by Riley Rosiski. Abramson scored on a fourth and goal two-yard run for Loomis. And that is your scoring so far in our football game here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, bringing you tonight's high school football action. Carney Towing and Repair on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded. Schultz out of the Wildcat formation. Fakes left, goes right, has nowhere to go, and just gets back to the line of scrimmage again. Loomis is not running a lot of trick plays. It's just that they are not really snapping the ball to their quarterback and love it. And it'll be second down and 10. Schultz had the big 43-yard run to set up the touchdown. Six carries, 57 yards in the first quarter of play. They have not put the ball in the air yet. In fact, we've only had the one pass attempt by Pleasanton, and it fell incomplete. Second down and 10. Ball at their own 18-yard line. Wolves now will spread out the formation. Schultz in motion. And for the first time, Loomis is going to have to call a timeout. So for the first time, Loomis lines up and does something different. Coaches don't like it. They'll call the timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. There when you need us at ENT Physicians. 15-8, Pleasanton leading Loomis with 11-14 to go in the first half. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. Out of the timeout, Loomis direct snap to Schultz again. He goes off the right side, gets across the 20 to about the 22. That's going to be a gain of four and set up third down and six for the Wolves at their own 22-yard line. Love it. Out of the pistol, twins to the left, slot receiver to the right. That's Abramson. They send him in motion. It's a swing pass out to Joel. He catches it, and he's dropped behind the line of scrimmage at the 21-yard line. Pleasanton just not fooled. They're trying to spread the Bulldogs out to give them an opportunity to find some gaps, and the tackle is made there by Jackson Keyshaw. And we're going to call that no gain on the play. We will call it a pass. It looked like it was right down the line of scrimmage as opposed to Behind the line of scrimmage, and now a punt coming up. Second punt of the ball game, and this will be into this wind. Here comes some pressure up the middle, 
And Westland almost got there. It's a very short punt, and it's not going to get much of a roll. It's about a two-yard roll that time, and it's only going to be a 20-yard punt from the 22 to the 38-yard line. So a 20-yard punt, no return, and again, for the third time in four possessions, excellent field position here for the Pleasanton Bulldogs, who are on top 15-8 to early on in quarter number two. Lewis has played some decent defense, but... uh, Gave up the first big play on the second play of the game. Made to Pleasanton really grind out a long drive last time. And they will go back to Westland under center here. Rosiski in the backfield. Offset to the left. They have Dixon. Here's a counterplay to Riley. Riley's got room. 35-30 right sideline. Gets a nice block, and he's drug down by Abramson from behind. Keyshaw with a great block. Got him down to the 23-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 19, make it 20 on the play. For Riley Rosiski, who now has 67 yards in this football game. That was his 10th carry, so 6.7 a pop, not too bad. Coach will be happy with that. And Riley now has to come out of the ball game. Looks like maybe he got rolled up on, and he's just running by himself over here on the sidelines. First down and 10, Pleasanton at the Loomis 22-yard line, looking to add to their 15-8 lead. And they bring in Chase Pulaski to the backfield, hand it off to Dixon. Dixon straight ahead, just bouncing off Loomis Wolves, gets inside the 20 to the 19-yard line. And a gain of three there for Kessler. Four carries, 47 yards, including the 35-yard touchdown. It'll be second down, call it seven yards to go, six and a half at the 19-yard line. And Rosiski's been the workhorse. You heard us talking with Coach Westland in the pregame. And he's checking that right ankle that's very taped up. And a key component setting over on the sideline. Seth Eckel now in the backfield with Dixon. Snap on an option play. And Westland hitting the backfield, trying to get through there. Abramson wraps him up, and he will get across the line of scrimmage. Westland almost lost the football. They were trying to strip it away there. The first man that got to him was Big Isaac Dunn. But Westland is going to pick up a yard after being hit two yards behind the line of scrimmage. And for Tice now, he has 23 yards on five carries, and it'll be third down. And we'll call it five yards to go, 15-8 to eight Pleasanton, eight and a half to go here in the second quarter. Friday night football on Classic Hits, Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Pleasanton, Riverdale, and Loomis. And Rosiski now comes back in the football game with Dixon offset to the left. Counter play to Riley again. They hit him in the backfield, and this time they smother him. They're trying to strip the ball. He's trying to move the legs, and by doing that, he gets another yard, getting just inside the 18 to about the 17. But it's still going to be fourth down and a pretty good four and a half yards to go here for Pleasanton. And boy, Riley is really moving slow. He wants to be out there, but they're all over him. And Pleasanton, this is usually one of those places where they're going to call a timeout. I don't even think they've sent a play in here. Coach Westland talking to the side judge, and I think they're just going to wind this down and call a timeout. With the score, Pleasanton 15 and Loomis 8. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 7.34 remaining in the second quarter here on Power 99. 
Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Doug Duda with our producer-engineer, Cassie Sloan, bringing you tonight's Friday night football action. Thanks to Athletic Director Casey Loomis and the crew here at Pleasanton for their hospitality. Fourth and a long four here for Pleasanton at the Loomis 18-yard line. I-formation. They'll go with a little tight end pass. It's underthrown, and it's going to be picked off. Again, one where you wish you would have knocked it down if you're the Loomis coach, but it's intercepted there by Schultz. It looked like the center snapped the ball late. I'm surprised there wasn't a motion penalty which in the end here would have maybe helped Pleasanton, but an intercepted pass here by Schultz. He's got a good game going for him, and he is going to pick this one off, but it is going to put them in a tough field position at their own three-yard line. So the second turnover, albeit that is on the fourth down play, so that doesn't look quite as bad. Had to do something with it anyway. And once again, they'll go pistol. Schultz out of the jet sweep. Trouble, and it is going to be intercepted in the end zone for a touchdown. Lovett had people all over him. He was just trying to get rid of it, and it went about two feet in front of him, and it is picked off right in the lap of Chase Pulowski. So they made a nice play, and then that nice play cost him. And that makes the score pleasant in 21. And Loomis 8, one of the more unusual it was almost, for the old-timers, looked like Rolf Benershka back there trying to get rid of the football. He just had people all over him and really was trying to two-hand shove it out of the end zone because he knew where he was. And it went about two feet right into the hands of Pulaski, and they'll line up to go for two now. Westland under center, calls the number. He'll keep it himself, and again, he's in there for the two-point conversion. That is a big change in this football game. After being plus two in the turnovers, now Loomis gives it right back directly to a touchdown. Our five points bank, a pick in the end zone by Chase Pulowski, and it is now 23-8 Pleasanton, 7.23 to go here on Power 99 in the second quarter. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geoheat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. 
You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Welcome back to Pleasanton. Grady Chandler has the ball on the tee and boots it away. It'll be taken at the four-yard line. This time Walls is back there, starts right to the 10, 15, gets to the sideline, cuts back 20, look out, 25, all the way to the left sideline, 30, 40. It's a foot race. One man with an angle, Walls down the sideline, 20, 10, touchdown, Lewis. 76-yard kickoff return for Isaac Walls. So as much as the pick in the end zone hurts, this makes it feel a whole lot better as Isaac Walls, who's been quiet offensively, they haven't even really utilized him except on the two-point conversion. A beautiful run back. He starts right in the middle of the field, goes to the right, hits the sideline, then comes all the way back across the field. And By the time he got to the 40, there was only one man that could try and chase him down, and the kicker, Grady Chandler, just couldn't quite have a good enough angle to shove him out of bounds. And that'll make it 23-14, to 14, our five-points bank touchdown. The 76-yard punt return for Walls. Now they line up to go for two in an eye formation. Lovett actually takes the snap. Pitch play. Abramson wasn't expecting it. I think they were trying to go to Schultz, and it's a fumble, and the two-point conversion is no good. 7.07 to go first half. Pleasanton, 23. Loomis, 14 on Power 99. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. Ag Explorer International is providing the agriculture industry with the highest quality products at the best value, like NutriPack with its state-of-the-art chemistry. NutriPack increases growth activity in the four major parts of plant development, roots, stems, leaves, and fruit. If it is green and grows, NutriPack is a product for you. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical for a dealer in your area to get synergized NutriPack and Enzone from Ag Explorer. 308 308- 468-6206. Doug Duda back with you here on a chilly Friday night. Week number seven of the season. The boot is away by Marcy, and it is going to get through that wind and into the end zone here. So Loomis able to kick it into the end zone and force Pleasanton into a touchback. First down and 10 Bulldogs with the score. 23-14, to 14. Pleasanton in the lead, and they'll get their offense on the field. We just had a defensive touchdown and then a kick return for a touchdown, so let's see what Pleasanton's offense can get accomplished. Don't forget, coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll look at the first half stats, preview the second half, look at our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard on this Friday night. Also uh, give you a heads up on the brackets for the conference volleyball tournament next week. First down and 10, Pleasanton at the 15. They'll turn, hand it off. Rosiski right side. 
side, breaks a tackle, now outside 25-30, right sideline 40, into Loomis territory, he's finally pushed out of bounds at the 31-yard line, a 34-yard run by Riley Rosiski. Nice, nice run from the 15 all the way to the 31-yard line. 34 more on that one. That'll give him 102 yards rushing here in the first half. Some of the numbers will be a little skewed because of the kickoff return and the interception in the end zone. Maybe not as big of offensive numbers here in the first half. Westland now under center out of the eye formation. They'll give it to the fullback, who is Dixon, and we are going to get a big penalty flag from the referee right at the point of attack. He made it back to the line of scrimmage, maybe a gain of one, but this has either face mask or holding all over it. And our referee is going to tell us that it is a chop block. So a chop block going to be called, the first penalty of the ball game against Pleasanton, and boy, that is a 15-yarder, which is rough any time, but especially an eight-man that marks you off about a quarter of the field, fifth of the field here. So first penalty of the ball game, mark it off. Only one penalty bit on Loomis. That was an offsides on fourth down. It'll move it all the way back to the Pleasanton 34-yard line and bring up first down in 25. So they've only put the ball in the air twice. One was incomplete, and one was a fourth down underthrown pass that was picked off by Peyton Schultz. They'll stay with that run formation out of the eye. Westland doesn't usually take long, takes the snap, hands it off to Riley, right side, gets through the line of scrimmage into the second tier, gets to midfield, just continues to run, run, run strong. Rosiski gets into Loomis territory to about the 38-yard line. A gain of eight. It'll be second down. And 17. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Coach Westland just keep running it here, see if they can get 25 yards on four runs. If they get enough on a second and third down, he'll definitely go for it. Rosiski now 110 yards so far in the football game on 13 carries unofficially. 23-14 Pleasanton with six minutes to go here, still in the second quarter. Westland under center. He drops back to pass. He has got a wide-open receiver down the right sideline, caught at the 20, 15, and pushed out of bounds. Bailey at the 14-yard line. And that'll be enough for a first down, the first completed pass of the ball game for Pleasanton, 24 yards, and move the chains. First and 10, ball in the red zone at the 14-yard line. And the referee coming over and saying something to head coach Ricky Westland here. Not sure what that's all about. He's trying to send the play in with uh, his quarterback and running back, Westland and Rosiski. I think the coach is saying something, or the ref is saying something to both sidelines about something. So first down and 10, ball at the 14-yard line. On another... Nice offensive play by the Bulldogs. Back to the eye formation. Rosiski, the fullback. They'll give it to the eye back. Dixon, big hole over the right side, and it closes quickly as Marcy is there, and we get a little extracurricular activity. I think maybe that's what we were seeing earlier. Uh Uh-oh, there's a penalty flag. A whole bunch of them. A whole bunch of them. And Pleasanton not happy. Something has been brewing down there on the field. Josh Marcy... And Riley Rosiski gave him a shove. And the assistant coach is saying, hey, guys, we just can't do that. 
And I don't think this is going to be one of those offsetting penalties either. I would be, that's usually the way to get out of it is just call it offsetting. Let's find out. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. So they call it both sides. There was a little after the whistle. And and now we're trying to hear down on the field. I think you get one unsportsmanlike, and they're trying to mark down who it was. It's Marcy and Rasiski. If you get another one, then you would be ejected uh, because of that. So we get offsetting penalties, and after it's all said and done, Abramson picks up four yards, and it's second down and six. Ball at the 10-yard line of Loomis, already 23-14. to 14. Pleasanton with the lead. So let's see what happens on this play after the chippiness. Out of the eye formation, Rasiski the eye back. They run option. Wesley decides to keep it. Weaves his way to the five, down to the four, trying to gang tackle him to the three. He gets to the two, and it'll be first down and goal on an eight-yard run by Tice Westland. First and goal at the two. Everybody got out of the pile a little cleaner that time, but I think some of this is we told you earlier how Loomis is kind of standing them up and trying to rip the ball free. Well, after a while, that gets a little agitated. You think maybe the play is over, so Pleasanton was taking some exception to that. And it's first and goal at the two. Again, offset I, Rasiski, the back. Westland, first and goal at the two. Takes the snap. He'll go counterplay to Riley, and Riley is into the end zone, untouched for a Pleasanton Bulldog touchdown. The second touchdown run of the night for Riley Rasiski, and that makes it 29-14. to 14. Bulldogs, 112 yards, two touchdowns in the first half now for Riley Rosiski. They kicked the first extra point, but because Loomis goes for two, they've been going for two. Now the wind's at your back, and doesn't look like they're going to kick it. Even with a 15-point lead, that would make it 16. So if you get two, it's a three-possession game. And they will move Bailey in as the tight end to the left side. Line him back in the I formation. Westland's run the last two in. This time they give it to Riley. Same play as the touchdown. He walks in. So it is a two-point conversion run, and the five-points bank touchdown was a two-yard run, both by Riley Rosiski. Five minutes to go in the first half. It's Pleasanton 31 and Loomis 14 on Power 99. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln, or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. Little Major League Baseball going on today. All four series are in action earlier today. 
It was Cleveland beating or Houston beating Cleveland seven to two. Milwaukee shuts out Colorado four to nothing, and Boston is a five nothing lead over the Yankees in the top of the fourth inning. As we get back to action, the ball booted away. Walls kicks it. It stops at the two. Now he picks it up, but everybody's there in red jerseys, and Westland is going to get him at the six-yard line. Walls was unable to get a clean pickup on the bounce, and by the time he was able to control the football, there was no way he could get his motor started. Pleasanton had it covered well. They'll officially mark it at the seven-yard line. First down and ten, Loomis at their own seven. Loomis gets the ball to start the second half, and Loomis calls a timeout right after the kickoff there. So Loomis, last time they were in their own end zone, threw the ball away for an interception. Now they'll call the timeout their second of the half, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. So while they do that, let's go ahead and take a look at what's going on on our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. Again, Lincoln Southwest this afternoon hit a late field goal to beat Kearney 17-15. In B, Seward leads Hastings 35-0 in the second quarter. Northwest leads York 10-7. If they only played till half, Northwest would be undefeated. McCook 28-0 over Holdridge. And Scott's Bluff has a 14-0 lead over Lexington in the first. In C1, Cozad 7, Kearney Catholic nothing in the second on ESPN 1460. Adams Central leads Minden 33-0. Aurora over Boone Central 35-0. Central City over Fairbury 36-0. All in the second quarter at the half. Gothenburg leads Valentine 7-0. It is Centura 14, Gibbon nothing in the second quarter. St. Paul over O'Neill 7-0. In the fourth, Sutton leads Sandy Creek 24 to nothing. In the second, Central Catholic over Wood River 26 to nine. So back to action here at Pleasanton. Loomis first and ten at their own seven-yard line, and it's going to be the direct snap to Walls. He's got room around the left side. 10, 15. Marcy with the block. 20, 25, 30, and he'll be drug out of bounds by Eckel at the 35-yard line. A gain of 28 on the first running play from Isaac Walls in this game. That is just the third first down for Loomis because their offense hasn't been out there much in this second quarter. And a nice, nice job. They hadn't run that play the entire football game. John Kenny comes in, and then he checks out. Back and forth they go, trying to make sure the right guys are on the field. Again, both quarterbacks always run over to the sideline to pick up the play. Aiden Lovett now enters the huddle. Loomis with the ball at their own 35-yard line, trailing 31-14. What a nice play there, a pitch play. They try to get it outside to Schultz. Schultz has some room into Pleasanton territory at the 39-yard line. It's going to be a gain of about five and a half. They've got to mark it square on the 40 where his knee hits, so we'll give a five-yard gain there to Schultz. That gives him 66 yards here in the first half as the leading rusher for the Wolves. They've got one timeout remaining, but plenty of time. 4.20 and running here in the second quarter. Love it as they go to the true eye for a rare time here, and they are going to hand it to Schultz straight up the middle, off to the right side. He gets five before he's hit, and he's going to be brought down, it looks like, just short of the first down. If they put it on the line, it's a first down, and if not, but they're going to go ahead and make it easy and put it on the first down. So five more yards. And that'll move the ball to the Bulldog 35-yard line. First down and 10, Loomis. Playing with purpose here. And playing from behind. They were ahead briefly 8-7. But now down 31-14. 
Love it with Abramson, the fullback. Schultz, the eye back. Walls the end. Schultz right side gets hit, and he's going to be rolled up on there. Westland finished him off after Dixon made the tackle. A gain of one that time, and it'll be second down and nine yards to go. Again, coming up the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Running down the first half stats while everybody else heads to the concession stand for a hot chocolate or a coffee on this cool night. Love it under center. Back to the I formation. They've got away from the trickery. He wants to throw a screen pass. Just kind of throws it up for grabs, and Abramson catches it, and then he fumbles the ball forward, and it goes into the hands of Seth Eckel at the 22-yard line. It will be ruled a completion and a fumble. It would have been enough for a first down, a 10-yard completion, but then the ball was fumbled away, and Pleasanton has now been able to come away with the football. And it'll be first down for Pleasanton as Eckel comes away with the fumble recovery. They're going to mark it at the 23-yard line. And Pleasanton has all their timeouts and now uh, could try and get a huge lead here by half. Up 31-14, West counterplay. Rosiski up the middle. He cuts back in his knee and ankle kind of gave out as he cut back from left to right and he says i'm okay he looks to the sideline gives him the okay signal as he's down at the 29 yard line he picks up six on the play it'll be second down and four again rosiski has had to come over to the sidelines a couple of times just to shake off a couple of hard hits and coming in as a workhorse that he is now he's the fullback, and Dixon is the eyeback on second down and six at their own 29-yard line. Option play. Westland keeps it, and nobody's home. 40, 30. It's up to Tice Westland into the end zone. Pleasanton. Tice Westland, they'd cover the option pretty good, but that time he was wide open down the right sideline for a 51-yard touchdown. Our five points bank touchdown. Five points bank, the better bank in Kearney. Westland with the big play. From 51 yards away. And now they will line up and kick the extra point. That is our fourth touchdown here of the quarter. And the extra point kick is going to be blocked. So the kick is no good, but still your score, Pleasanton 37, Loomis 14, two and a half to go. First half here on Power 99. Being tougher together isn't just words to the Aurora Cooperative team. It's what we believe and what we do to help our owners. It's being here at the end of the turn row when you need us, anytime and every time. As part of our Tougher Together commitment, we're excited to announce a new incentive that new and old customers can take advantage of this fall. It's called our Fall Turn Row Incentive Program. Contact your local Aurora Cooperative yield expert to learn the details on how you can earn these additional turn row incentives for your farm. Tougher Together, Aurora and you. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Grady Chandler with the win at his back. Tees it up here at the 30-yard line. Let's see if they have an opportunity to run this one back. And this time it's not going to be Walls. And, oh, going down to catch the line drive kick 
is the kick returner, John Kenny, and he went to a knee at the five-yard line. And, of course, as much as I hate that in high school football, you have to mark him down there. College football, the same. He just went down to pick up the football and not even thinking about it, and his knee hit the ground. And so Loomis now at their own five. You were hoping, if you were a Wolves fan, that they could get some kind of a return and you could run an offense here. Now you don't want to make another mistake. You're already down 37-14. to 14. You have just one timeout. You're 75 yards away from the end zone. 228 is enough time, but now Loomis has to be concerned with at least getting a first down, getting out of the shadow of their own end zone for the third time here tonight. Walls is in the backfield this time in the I formation. Love it, the quarterback. He turns. He's going to give it to Isaac. Right side, good hole. Steps over one man. Westland in the secondary will make the tackle as he crosses the 10 to the 11 and give him the 12-yard line, a gain of seven for Isaac Walls. Two carries, 35 yards, and he also had the 76-yard kickoff return, but he is hobbled, and he is going to come out of the football game. Probably one of the reasons that you... Haven't seen him carry the ball much. Loomis with just 17 boys suited up tonight. And now they'll bring Kenny in as the running back, and they will give it to him off the right side. Not a lot of room, but he does slide through that hole to the 15, and he's got enough for the first down to the 16-yard line. First carry of the night for John Kenny. And a first down, the fifth of the ball game for Loomis. We'll give Kenny a... Five-yard gain on the play. We're down to a minute 45 now. So they get that first down. Now let's see what Coach Reese and Maskey want to do over there. Abramson in motion. They're going to throw it to him out of the backfield. Gets an outside block. Decided to cut it up instead of the sideline and fighting off the block. Keyshaw makes the tackle. Nice play there. Probably should have took it to the outside, but he read to cut it back up on the numbers. And we're going to get a timeout here by Pleasanton. They want the ball back. They've got all three of their timeouts. And now they have two after the timeout that gets them uh, no yards. That's the second pass for no yards for Loomis. It's been completed. Timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. 1.26 to go here in the first half of play. It is Pleasanton 37 and Loomis 14, second down and 10. And we will see now what uh, Coach Reese's philosophy is over there just to keep it safe and make Pleasanton burn all their timeouts and punt it into the wind or trying to get down the field and get a score before halftime, you get yourself back in the game if you can score on your next two possessions because they would end the first half with the ball most likely and start the second half with the ball. Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up. Some other scores. Let's go to D2. Overton leading Anselmo Myrna 28-8 in the second quarter. Bertrand beat Elwood this afternoon 46-12. Also in the second quarter, Lawrence Nelson leads Blue Hill 20-0. Giltner over Axtell 16-0. In D1 at the half, Burwell leading Arcadia Loop City 14-0. Elm Creek over Amherst 22-6. Shelton over Heartland 14-0. And in the second quarter, Palmer now leads Ravenna 24-16. Second down and 10 coming up here for the Loomis Wolves. And we are going to get penalty flags for an illegal procedure. And that will back them up and make it second down and 15. That is only the second penalty of this football game on Loomis. We did have offsetting on sportsman likes, but outside of that, only three penalties in the game. One for a chop block on Pleasanton, and then an offsides and a false start here on Loomis. Second and 15, ball just outside the 10. 
Abramson in motion, gives him trips to the right side. They're going to throw it as far as they can. It's a wobbler. It's underthrown, and Eckel picks it off at the 30, and he's got room. 25, gets a block 20, and then Schultz will get the tackle. That's who the pass was intended for, but the third turnover of the first half here for Loomis. Lovett just doesn't have a strong enough arm going into that wind, and he was trying to get it to Schultz on about a 20-yard fly pattern, and Eckel comes away with the interception after getting a fumble recovery on the last possession. And now Pleasanton has it at the 17-yard line of the Loomis Wolves. And plenty of time with two timeouts, a minute 16 out of the eye formation. First and 10 at the 17, Westland wants to throw. He has Bailey one way, and on the other way, he has got Keyshaw, and he's double-covered. And really just had to overthrow him. Well played by the Loomis Wolves. It'll be second down and ten. So far, Westland one of four for 24 yards and a pick. Of course, the clock stops on the incomplete pass. One eleven to go. 37-14, Pleasanton. And if they punch this in, then they're thinking about a running clock in the second half because they'll have a huge lead, 29 points at least. Offset eye, they'll go counterplay. Keyshaw, huge hole over the left side, and he doesn't even get touched. Rasiski is into the end zone as they cleared him out, and Riley Rasiski takes it in from 17 yards out on the counter, and he didn't get touched. The third touchdown run of the night for Riley, and he now has 135 yards in the first half with 105 remaining here in Quarter number two, the fifth touchdown as Chandler goes out there to try the extra point. Snap is down. The kick is away. It's blocked again. They just took a little too long that time as Carson Orcutt gets the block. Our five points bang touchdown, a 17-yard run by Rasiski, and we now have a minute five remaining in the first half. It is Pleasanton 43, Loomis 14. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Whether you go to Carney High, we just got to be ready for whatever they show us and, and attack it the best we can. Or a Huskies fan. Aurora has scored four in a row to go up 23-22 in the third set. Prefer the Vikings. Rolls it across the dig is made. Outside attack, termination, and Northwest win. Are from Arcadia Loop City. 22-4 and four on the season. Now this is their first trip to state or anywhere in between. You can find everything you need to follow your team at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Well, the Pleasanton Bulldogs have scored 20 points in the last four minutes to take it from a nine-point game to a 29-point game. With the win at the back, Chandler is going to knock it deep, and it is returnable, but then it's dropped. It falls forward, and they'll have to cover it at the nine-yard line, wanting to make something happen, of course. Carson Orcutt, he had to go all the way back to about his two, and the ball bounced off his chest and rolled straight forward seven yards out to the nine-yard line. And that's where Loomis will have it. This is the fourth time Loomis has started to drive inside their own 10. And now with the three turnovers, things have kind of unraveled here in the last six minutes of this football game after the kickoff return by Walls. 
And then the turnovers started, and they just haven't been able to move forward much. So when they have held on to the ball, they've done well. And, of course, they just don't have a passing game. And so it's one-dimensional, and Pleasanton can key on it. Love it at the 9. Turns, hands it off. Walls trying to find some room outside. Gets to the 10. Bounces off one to the 15. He'll be stood up there. It's going to be a gain of five on the play. But Loomis is going to be in no hurry here. They have been snake bit here the last five minutes and don't want to give the ball back to Pleasanton anymore. As the clock goes down to 40 seconds, second and five at their own 14-yard line. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll give you a look at the scoreboard and talk conference volleyball and more. Love it. Quick snap. Hands it off to Walls, and he is stood up over there. Nowhere to go. Uh, Caleb Riesland and company get him at the line of scrimmage. And that'll probably be the final play of the half unless Loomis wants to run a play. And it doesn't look like they will. So that's going to take us to the halftime locker room. Pleasanton scores the final 20 points of the second quarter. And they, here at home, will head to the end zone instead of the locker room, of course, with a 43-14 lead over Loomis in this Fort Kearney Conference D2 district contest here on Power 99 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Cassie Sloan with you here in the Carney Towing Repair Broadcast booth bringing you tonight's play-by-play. Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Halftime, Pleasanton 43, Loomis 14. We'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520, have an EQ or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. 
And welcome back to Pleasanton. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports throughout the season. It is time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Pleasanton scoring the final 20 points of the first half, and they now lead it by a score of 43-14. to 14 over the Loomis Wolves. Let's go ahead and look at the rest of the scoreboard at PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can follow along and send in your scores as well. In Class A last night, Millard West handed Grand Island their first loss of the year in double overtime, 30-24. to And tonight, Lincoln Southwest kicks a late field goal to beat Kearney High by a score of 17 17- to 15. Southwest scored on their first two possessions of the game and then their last one and win the contest. In Class B at the half, it is Granola Northwest leading defending state champion York 16-7. Scott's Bluff leads Lexington 20 to nothing. In the second quarter on ESPN 1550, Seward leads Hastings 35-10. to And also in the second quarter, McCook taking care of Holdridge by a score of 42 to nothing. We move over to Class C1. At halftime, it is Kozad 7, Kearney Catholic nothing on ESPN 1460. On 1230 AM KHAS at the half, Adams Central 36 to nothing over Minden. In the halftime scoreboard, Gothenburg leading Valentine 7-0. Also, Aurora over Boone Central, Newman Grove 48-0. In the second quarter, Ord leads Broken Bow 14-0. And Central City leads Fairbury 36-0. In C2, final, Hastings St. Cecilia beat Raymond Central tonight 21-10. They had the 5 o'clock kickoff. At halftime, Centura leads Gibbon 21-0. And Sutton over Sandy Creek 48-0. Second quarter, Donovan Trumbull over Superior, 20 to nothing. St. Paul over O'Neill, 7 to nothing. And Grand Island Central Catholic is leading Wood River, 26 to 9. In D1 action, final from earlier today, Bruning Davenport Shickley, 54 to 6 over Humboldt, Table Rock, Steiner. At halftime, Burwell leading Arcadia Loop City, 14 to nothing. Elm Creek over Amherst, 22 to 6. Shelton over Hartland, 14 to nothing. And late second quarter on the breeze, 94.5. Palmer leading Ravenna, 24 to 16. In D2 action this afternoon, Bertrand beat Elwood, 46 to 12. All of these games are late second quarter. Overton over Anselmo Myrna, 34 to 14. Lawrence Nelson leading Blue Hill, 20 to nothing. Giltner over Axtell by a score of 16 to nothing. And in six man action from today, uh, final from last night, SEM beat Maywood Hayes Center 37-18. Wilcox Heldreth beat Eustace Farnham 92-46. In the fourth quarter, Heartland Lutheran leads Dorchester 38-19. At halftime, number one Harvard leads Red Cloud 36-6. And second quarter action, Hampton and Silver Lake are tied at 13. Again, here at the half, it is Pleasanton 43 and Lewis 14. We will be back with more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. 
Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas filler. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. And welcome back to halftime activities at Pleasanton. It's also Parents' Night tonight, and they're doing something unusual. They are doing Parents' Night here at halftime. It's a little more comfortable when you're up 43 to 14. But uh, Parents' Night going on here at halftime at uh, Pleasanton. And Doug Duda, along with our producer-engineer Cassie Sloan, glad to have you along with us. A reminder that we have volleyball conference tournaments. Centennial Conference wraps up tomorrow in Lincoln. Grand Island Central Catholics in the semifinals. Hastings, St. Cecilia, and Kearney Catholic are in the consolation round. And then the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament gets underway on Monday with opening round action, and uh, Pleasanton and Elm Creek are hosting. Here at Pleasanton Monday night, SEM and Eustace Farnham will play at 5. The winner gets top seed Pleasanton at 7. In between, Amherst and Axtell will play at 6. Amherst and Axtell went three sets last night here on Power 99, and Axtell was able to win it. Then over at Elm Creek Monday night at 5, Elwood will play Wilcox-Hildreth. The winner gets Elm Creek at 7. And at 6, Overton will take on Loomis. The semifinals are Tuesday, and the championships are Thursday, and those will be held at Kearney Catholic. We will be in Loop City Tuesday and Thursday for the semifinals and finals of the Luplatt Conference Volleyball Tournament. It gets underway on Monday. In St. Paul, Gibbon and Ravenna will play at 6. The winner turns right around and plays top seed St. Paul. The 4-5 matchup will have Arcadia Loop City playing Wood River at Centura. And then Ord and Centura will play at 7. And in Donovan, Donovan Trumbull will take on Central City. Those games on Monday night with the semifinals Tuesday, beginning at 6 in the championship, consolation championship Thursday, also beginning at 6 at Loop City. Major League Baseball playoffs. The Yankees are trailing Boston. It's 5 to nothing. Red Sox in the bottom of the fifth inning. Earlier today, the defending world champion Houston Astros beat Cleveland 7-2. In the National League, Milwaukee's up two games on the Rockies, 4-0. The Brewers win it and just about ready to get underway here in 20 minutes. The Dodgers and Braves, the Dodgers trying to go up 2-0. College football tonight, Georgia Tech thumping Louisville 45-17 to and about ready to take it in again with four minutes to go in the third quarter. BYU and Utah State just getting underway scoreless four minutes into their football game. Of course, the Huskers in Wisconsin tomorrow, pregame at 1.30, kickoff at 6.30 on the breeze, 94.5. Hastings College will be at Doan, 1 o'clock on 12.30 a.m. KHAS, and tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. kickoff at Foster Field as UNK takes on Lindenwood. 43-14, your score here at the half in favor of the Pleasanton Bulldogs leading the Loomis Wolves, and we will be back with more, including your first-half stats, right after this. 
You may have to travel the world to find the one you love, but you'll find the dress you love close to home. The Bridal Isle in Loomis has over 350 gowns in stock. The Bridal Isle's combination of selection and service makes finding the perfect dress fun and easy for the entire wedding party. And a trip to the Bridal Isle for prom has been a tradition for over 30 years. Don't forget the guys with Tux Rental for both weddings and prom. Find the Bridal Isle on Facebook at BridalIsle.com or in downtown Loomis. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Let's run down the first half stats that we have unofficially for you in our uh, football game. Starting with the Loomis Wolves, we have Isaac Walls, four carries for 40 yards. John Kenny, one carry, five yards. Joel Abramson, four carries for five yards. And the leading rusher, Peyton Schultz, 11 carries and 72 yards so far. In our football game, Abramson had a two-yard touchdown run amongst all of that. 20 rushing attempts, 122 yards of total offense uh, on the ground in the first half here for Loomis. Through the air, it just hasn't been very good for Lovett. He has put it up five times, and I believe each one of them have been caught. Two of them for zero yards, one for ten, and then two interceptions. So three for five, ten yards, two picks. 10 yards through the air, 122 on the ground, 132 yards of total offense, five first downs. Of course, they also had the 76-yard kickoff return by Isaac Walls. Two punts for an average of 28 yards. They have three turnovers, two picks and the fumble. One of those picks was in the end zone. Two penalties for 10 yards here for the Loomis Wolves. We'll come back and look at the first half numbers for Pleasanton right after this on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Now let's take a look at the first half numbers that we have for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Riley Rosiski has 16 carries, 135 yards, and three rushing touchdowns. Kessler Dixon has four carries, 47 yards, and had the first touchdown of the game. And Tice Westland, seven carries, 82 yards, and a rushing touchdown. 27 rushing attempts for 264 yards of total rushing offense in the first half. For Westland, he's put it up four times, completed one. He's also had one pick, the one completion, a 24-yarder. 
And so 24 through the air, 264 on the ground, 288 yards of total offense in the first half for Pleasanton. That's 13 first downs compared to the 132 for Loomis. They have not had to punt the ball. They do have two turnovers, a fumble and an interception, and a 15-yard penalty, the only time that they have been flagged so far in this football game. And so your score, 43-14, to 14, it was a 35-yard Kessler-Dixon run on the second play of the game, made it 7 to nothing, And then Joel Abramson took it in on fourth and goal from the two. The two-point conversion gave Loomis the lead 8-7 to seven with 5.02 to go first quarter. And then Riley Rosicki, the first of his three touchdowns, 15 yards on a pitch around the right side on the final play of quarter number one, made it 15-8. to eight. Chase Pulaski then intercepted a Lovett pass in the end zone to make it 23-8 to eight with the two-point run. That's when Isaac Walls returned the kickoff 76 yards, made it 23-14, to 14, and then in the final five minutes of the first half, 20 straight points for Pleasanton, a two-yard run by Rosiski, a 51-yard run by Tice Westland, and then after another turnover by Loomis, a 17-yard run by Rosiski, and that makes the score at the half, Pleasanton 43 and Loomis 14. More high school football action coming your way next Friday night. And again, here in the month of October, it gets real busy because coming up next week, we've got girls' state golf, boys' state tennis. We'll get into district cross country. The state meet coming up later this month at the Kearney Country Club. Uh, yesterday, of course, they had uh, the conference for Kearney High there. And uh, softball wrapping up t- today for some districts. Hastings making it into the uh, state tournament by winning the B5 over at the uh, Smith Complex. They will wrap up the C6 in Lexington tomorrow, where uh, some of our westernmost teams have been playing. And uh, all of that, plus, as we said, conference volleyball. And towards the end of the month, we'll be getting into districts and uh, state football playoffs will get going at the end of the month as well. So Pleasanton, after the 0-4 start, winning last week and up big here by 29 at halftime, trying to get uh, this one next week, and then that would set up a big game with Bertrand in the uh, final week of the season. The Vikings are now 5-1 and one on the season after uh, their win earlier this afternoon. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. 43-14, to 14, Pleasanton. Did they get this to a 35-point running clock, or does Loomis take the second-half kick and move it down the football field and get some positive vibes going? We'll find out when we return on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Loomis, Atlanta, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your used boat this fall. If you bring in your well-loved boat to Buzz's, and it's from 2011 or newer, you get an extra $1,000 added value for your trade-in. Not only that, but your boat's winterization will be on Buzz's Marine. For full details, visit Buzz's at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney or online at buzzesmarine.com to shop the new and used boat selection. This offer expires October 31st. Save on winterization. Save on storage. Save on a new boat. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. 
Also want to remind you that PlatteRiverPreps.com has our first Athletes of the Month. They are Katie Linder right here from Pleasanton and Aiden Wheelock of Minden. Brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet. Congratulations, Katie Linder. Doing a great job, the sophomore volleyball standout leading Pleasanton in attacks and blocks so far this season for the 21-2 Bulldogs. Our field condition brought to you by our Impact Ag Partners, your Pioneer Seed representatives, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealers. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. With Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed, science with service delivering success. Thanks to Craig Weeches and Todd Travis Longtime sponsors of high school sports here in our listening area. And uh, we can tell you that the field, uh, we got a little bit of rain. Uh, went down on the field before the game, talked to the coaches and looked things over. And there are some spots out there. You sit up here in the press box, it looks beautiful. It's painted well. But on a night like this, probably is a little uh, colder getting tackled down there. But overall, uh, for some of the precipitation and the change in temperature, it is in pristine condition. As Pleasanton will kick it away here to start the third quarter of play. Loomis won the toss, deferred. And uh, Pleasanton scored in two plays, but Loomis then forced a turnover and was able to take the lead at 8-7. to seven. But not much has happened since then uh, for Loomis. Again, Pleasanton scoring the final 20 points of quarter number two. So we're ready for high school football to continue as we move into the third quarter of play. And Chandler puts the ball on the tee. The wind uh, has seemed to settle down for the moment. The flag on the northeast corner of the football field is pretty quiet. So that's nice on a cool night like this. There's plenty of blankets and heavy coats out there as well. Ready to go and back deep. Looks like they're going to put Peyton Schultz this time. Loomis has put different guys back there a majority of the time. Walls was back there, and then you had uh, Orcutt and others as the ball is pounded away from Schultz, and he's not going to be able to get to it as they hit it towards the far pylon into the end zone. And the second half begins first and 10 on the Loomis 15-yard line, and they'll have to continue to move the ball here. Some of their drives have been okay. I mean, they do have 132 yards of offense and scored on a kickoff return. It's just those three turnovers. Really hurt them. They were three and out on their first possession in the game, but they have shown the ability to move the football. Walls, when he has touched the ball, has done very well. Their workhorse is Schultz with 72 yards rushing here in the first half of this ball game. Schultz and Abramson in the backfield. They send Schultz in motion. They give it on that fullback dive, and Abramson has room to the left, to the right. He'll go to the 20, to the 22, and uh uh-oh, there's a Pleasanton man down. Tice Westland might have got stepped on over there. He pops right back up. And a gain of nine on the play out to the 24-yard line. Best run by Joel Abramson. He had just five yards rushing, although he did have the only offensive touchdown of the half for Loomis. Second down and one. If they could have any passing game here that would loosen up and a hard count gets them to jump, that's an offside. Loomis will find some satisfaction in that because the other was true in the first half. It was fourth and about two, and Pleasanton got Loomis to jump. That's just the second penalty of the ball game on Pleasanton, and it'll be the first first down of the second half. Lewis now moves up to their own 29-yard line, I formation, love it. 
He'll hand it off to the second man. Schultz can't get up the middle, so he'll bounce outside, finds a little bit of running room there as he's tripped up at the 32-yard line. Going to be a gain of three on the play, second down and seven. A lot of the offensive plays tonight, especially uh, pitch plays on the runs, there has been contact in the backfield, but very few times has it been one-on-one and bring him down. Split the backs here, and that'll send Schultz in motion. They'll hand it again on that fullback trap. There's Abramson again, another first down as he'll get across midfield and just make it into Pleasanton territory. Nice run on the play again that time, moving it from the 32 to the 39-yard line. That's a nine-yard gain. So they found something maybe at halftime that they wanted to utilize a little bit. And that fullback counter for Joel Abramson has worked both times. They used a lot of motion. The first three or four series went more conventional in the second quarter. Packman tied offensively. And this time they'll hand it over on the right side and nothing doing into the wall of defenders. Schultz not able to pick up much. Maybe a yard if they're generous. And it will be a gain of one. Second down and nine. Second down. At the 38-yard line of Pleasanton. Opening drive of the third quarter. Got some birds that are lost here in Pleasanton trying to see what's going on in the football game. They're trying to find something warm, too. Ten minutes to go. Third quarter, 43-14 Pleasanton. They want to throw. Love it. Backpedaling, backpedaling, backpedaling. He decides not to throw it. He's going to be sacked. The ball comes loose. Let's see who's got it. It looks like it's Pleasanton. It's back at the 38-yard line. No indication yet, but Pleasanton's running off the field. And they're going to say Lovett got back on it. Well, now they say the Bulldogs have it. There's never been an indication. I didn't see it, and I did not see who jumped on it, so I apologize. But that is the fourth turnover in the ball game for Loomis. They've been moving the ball, and then here the last quarter and a half, that's what's happened to them. It'll be at the Loomis 38-yard line. And Pleasanton has it first down and 10. The passing game, just nothing there for Loomis tonight. Out of the eye formation, they'll run counterplay with Rosiski, and he is hit right by the nose guard. And there is the big, big stick by number 33, Isaac Dunn. They have tried to do a great job of covering him up and double-teaming him and running away from him, but that time he got the better of Riley, a half-yard gain. We'll call it second down and nine yards to go. So now on the other side of the coin, if Pleasanton moves down and is able to put this in the end zone, then you reach that 35-point mark where the clock will run until Loomis can get it back under 35. Second down a 9-I formation just across midfield. Same play. Now Rosicki wants to bounce it outside, and Abramson will run him down from behind. Schultz tried to go low. He just kind of jumped right over him, crosses the 35 to the 32-yard line. It's going to be a gain of five on the play. It'll be third down and four. Nice tackle by Abramson. And one thing that you have to be pleased with for Loomis, not the turnovers, But the effort was here on the first offensive drive, and right here they're hitting hard, hustling on defense. They are not going to roll over and just give this one up. Loomis came into the game tonight knowing if they could win, they had the possibility of winning out once they got healthy, setting it 2-3, 5-3, put you in a decent spot. Fullback dive, they fake that. Option play, pitch to Dixon. Around the right side, makes a man miss, and then is shoved out of bounds. And a little bit of a shoulder twinge there. For Josh Carter, they've already got six guys for Loomis injured and not playing tonight. 
Lenny Carter's going to come out of the ball game as the run play gets him down to the 26-yard line. That'll be a first down for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. And Dixon going to pick up about eight on the play. Move it to the 26. Counter play this time to the left side. Rosiski scored on this. The last touchdown he had at the end of the second quarter, but this time Walls is there. It's going to be a short two-yard gain from the 26 to the 24. Glad to have you along with us on this Friday night in Pleasanton. Well, the Bulldogs looking for their second straight win. And they have a comfortable 43-14 to lead with eight minutes to go here in the third quarter. Second out and eight. Ball right in the middle of the football field at the Loomis 24. Westland runs option right side, pitches it out here to Rasiski. Gets the corner, 20, 15. He's into the end zone for his fourth rushing touchdown of the night. A 24-yarder. Rasiski hasn't went outside a whole lot tonight, but that time he made it pay. And that makes the score 35 points, 49 to 14. With 7.46 to go here in the third quarter of play. 170 yards rushing now on the night for Riley Rosiski, and they will bring in their place kicker in Chandler to try the extra point, and they drop the snap. Now the fire call. Westland's going to roll out of there. Is there anybody to throw it to? Yes, the left-handed throw is into the hands of his end, and let's see who made that catch. It's going to be Pates. Yes, it is. Broderick Pates hauls it in. Patrick Mahomes, the red and white jersey and everything. You saw Mahomes do it Monday night with the left-hander, and Westland able to get the job done there. Our five-points bank touchdown, a 25-yard run by Riley Rosiski, and with 7.46 to go in the third quarter, it's Pleasanton 51, Loomis 14. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Doug Duda, our producer-engineer, Cassie Sloan, in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. Glad to have you along with us for Friday night football as Pleasanton boots it away again. Chandler kicks it over. Schultz drops it at the goal line. He knew where he was. He was trying to make sure that he could return it. Gets across that end line, and you can't return it. So, again, they'll start at the 15-yard line. And right now, 28 consecutive points on the board by Pleasanton, and they have taken advantage of all four of those turnovers. Three in the second quarter and one on the opening possession when Loomis was moving the ball down the field. Got it into Pleasanton territory. The fumbled uh, quarterback sack got the fumble and then marched it right down the football field. So now you have that running clock until Loomis can score 51-14. 
Love it under center. The banged-up team just doesn't have a lot of depth. They hand it off to the eyeback. Schultz, he's hit, tries to bounce outside, but there are two more Pleasanton Bulldogs uh, waiting to wrap him up there, including Eckel and Connor Hand. Going to be no gain on the play here for Loomis. Now we mentioned that Loomis came out, played hard on that first offensive drive. We're right there defensively. Now we'll see. It gets a little cool. Game's over. You don't have many subs that you can even bring into the football game. And now looks like Loomis has some blood or a uh, or a little bit of an equipment problem. And coming over to the sideline is going to be their leading rusher in Peyton Schultz. So he's got to come back out. Abramson will come in as they try to get something fixed over there with Schultz. You can hear the wind starting to whip around again a little bit here. With 5.50 to go, third quarter. 6.50 to go, third quarter. Out of the shotgun pistol, they're going to run a little option. Love is going to keep it for the first time tonight to dive forward for about four. He gets out to the 19-yard line before he is wrapped up there by Wyatt Reese. It'll be third down and six. Fifteen to eight at the end of the first quarter. Then a pick six in the end zone, followed by a kickoff return by Loomis, and it made it to 23-14, to but it's been all Pleasanton since then, 51-14. Third and six, Loomis at their own nine. And Aiden Lovett takes it, hands it off to his eye back in Kenny. And again, right now, the offensive play chart is very reduced. Can't throw it. Schultz went over to the sideline. Walls is a little banged up. No gain on the play for Kenny. So it gets a little bit easier here for Pleasanton. And now Loomis is going to have to pump the ball into the wind again that has kicked up to about 10 to 15 since halftime. Ready to boot it away as Quinn Johnson. This will be his third punt of the night. Pleasanton going to bring some pressure to low snap, and this punt's not going to go anywhere. He saw the pressure, and he kicked it straight left out of bounds. And let's see where the officials are going to mark this. It's short of the 30. Still waiting, still waiting, and they're going to give him the 25-yard line. That's a six-yard punt. And Loomis will have to bow their backs again. A little bit about pride now. I mean, they're not playing like it's 51-14. That's kind of one of the weird things here. Loomis has played hard, and they've moved the ball, but they've given up a couple of big plays and then the four turnovers, obviously, and Short fields, they're starting inside the 15 almost every time. And Pleasanton, I think, has only started inside the 30 maybe once tonight. And this one, they will start at the 25-yard line of Loomis. Loomis is going to put all eight guys in the box here. They're not expecting anything but run forward. And they won't disappoint. They hand it off to Dixon, and Dixon is hit behind the line of scrimmage. Abramson and Dunn is there, a one-yard loss for Kessler-Dixon. Pleasanton does have a few more guys that they can bring in off the bench. They they are a little bit more of a true two deep, and you already see the backup quarterback over here, Clay Kingston, starting to take some snaps. But uh, Coach Westland at least wants to give his starters a couple of opportunities here in the third quarter before he starts going to the bench. 51-14 Pleasanton, 4-10 to go here in the third quarter. Westland underneath center. 
And they'll run option. He'll keep it himself up the left hash to the 20, to the 15, still on his feet, down to the 13-yard line, and again at 12 for Westland. And he is approaching 100 yards. I have him now at 94, 170 for Rasiski, 94 for Westland, 54 for Dixon. First down and 10 at the Loomis 13-yard line. Riesland will check out, and running in the play will be Wyatt Reese. They have only went wildcat a couple of times tonight, basically because they haven't had to do anything but run this offense. Very complex. No. Pitch play to Dixon. Dixon to the right side, and coming off his block, Schultz is back in there, makes a nice tackle, and got him behind the line of scrimmage again. It's going to be a loss of one for Dixon, and brings up second down and 11 at the 14-yard line. Pleasanton trying to stick in their second touchdown here of the third quarter. Funny thing is, the clock would be running anyway. You have the continuous clock, but the ball has stayed in bounds and it's stayed on the ground. Now Dixon, the lone back, on second and 11. Run option to the left side. Pate's blocking for him. Wesson's going to keep it to the 10. We get a penalty flag. He leaps to the 5. He's down at the 4. This flag comes away from the play. They ran it to the left. The flag comes on the right side. And it is going to be an illegal block in the back called on Pleasanton from the original line of scrimmage. That'll block back him up 10 and bring up second down and 20 at around the 24-yard line. And we have not seen a whole lot of laundry on the field tonight. We did have a skirmish there midway through the second quarter, but things have kind of settled down since then. Every official threw their flag on a few punches and shoves. Not punches, because if you punched, you're thrown out, but a few shoves. And the ball back to the 24-yard line now. So second down and 20 at the 24. Pate's now in there as the eye back. Eckel. Offset fullback, pitch play to Pates. Pates right side, short side, and Abramson's going to come around and drag him down at the line of scrimmage. No gain that time for Broderick Pates. That'll be his first carry of the football game. 2.15 to go third quarter. It's still 51-14 Pleasanton. Get a chance to take a look at our scoreboard here in just a moment. Give you some updates from games around the area. Third quarter, Overton leads Anselmo Murda 50-14. Third down and 20. Westland stays in as the quarterback, eye formation. Fake it to Eckel. Westland back to pass. Going to throw to the end zone. Jump ball, and it is incomplete. Good defense down there by Orcutt as they tried to get it to Bailey at the end zone. Westland put it right there, but Orcutt was there and able to knock it away. First pass attempt of the second half for Pleasanton falls incomplete. And now it's 4th and 20 at the 4th and 19 at the 23-yard line. And Pleasanton is going to use a timeout. Brought to you by our friends at ENT Physicians of Kearney with 128 to go third quarter. Pleasanton 51, Loomis 14. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geo-heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales, and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. 
You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Fourth down and 20 for Pleasanton at the Loomis 23-yard line. Westland drops straight back to pass, trying to set up a screen. Gets it to Eckle complete. He's got room down the left sideline. 20, 15, 10, touchdown. Eckle takes it into the end zone on the screen pass to make it 57-14. Our five points bank touchdown. The 23-yard pass from Westland to Seth Eckle. And I think that probably means the last we will see of the starters tonight for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. But again, they just need a team deep. Uh, they, they've got enough to put in too deep here for Pleasanton, and they're trying to get those guys out here to run the two-point conversion. And that means Clingston uh, will be the quarterback. Eckel and Pates are in the backfield. Kingston takes the snap. He tries to pitch it out here, and it's going to be batted away by Orcutt on the option pitch. So the two-point run is no good. With a minute 20 to go in the third quarter, Pleasanton 57, Loomis 14, Friday Night Football on Power 99. The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. When it comes to harvest, what does reducing your harvest time by one, four, or even ten days work to you? Depending on Mother Nature, potentially thousands. That is why our employees at the Aurora Cooperative believe that your time matters because we know the environment doesn't wait. We know that harvest speed is real time and real money to our farmer owners. So if you want to speed up your harvest, come to an Aurora Cooperative game facility and see the difference. Our lights will be on till yours are off. Commitment is just another way that Aurora Cooperative means tougher together. 34 straight points now for the Pleasanton Bulldogs, and they lead it 57-14 to 14 over the Loomis Wolves as we get ready to kick it off. Grady Chandler has had a workout the last two weeks as the kickoff man here for Pleasanton. And he approaches the football, boots it away. This is off the side of his foot, and it's out of bounds, so... That's where Loomis will elect to take the football, one of their better starting field positions of the entire contest. Major League Baseball, the Yankees are on the board, but it's the Red Sox 5-2 to two in the top of the sixth over the Yankees. The Dodgers and Braves just underway. Earlier today, the Rockies fall to the Brewers 4 to nothing, and Houston over Cleveland by a score of 7-2. to two. Don't forget when we're done here tonight, it is the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show. Jeff Babel and the crew back at the Power 99 studios will be breaking down all the scores from across the state. Quite a few are in early because of the early start times out in the east. Kearney falling to Lincoln Southwest 17-15. St. Cecilia beat Raymond Central 21-10. 
But be listening after our Friday night football here on Power 99 for the Ruts and Rivals Friday night scoreboard as the scoreboard watching becomes a little bit more important now. And they will make him kick it again, and wow, Chandler pounds that one, and they're just going to let it go into the end zone. Kenny says, I'm not going to worry about it. So the gamble did not pay off that time, and Loomis once again will start at their own 15. And so here goes Pleasanton. One thing about the games this year, they just haven't had very many close ones. The losses were on the wrong side, and so everybody got in. And last week the win was a big win. I mean, they have not had a game closer all year long than the one against uh, Kennesaw, where it was close going into the second half, and that ended up 54-18. to 18. So second-team defense in. They're a late, little late getting in there, and Loomis hands it off. It doesn't matter. Nowhere to go that time for Kenny. Maybe got back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe they're going to say a loss of one, actually. And in on the tackle was Kessler-Dixon. So it'll be second down at 11. And again, for Loomis, there's just not many guys to put into the football game. 17 total suited up. And they keep their quarterback, the sophomore Aiden Lovett, in there. He'll take the snap, pitch play, Kenny, and he is going to be hit behind the line of scrimmage. But then he breaks away, and boy, there's just a whole bunch of red jerseys. The second team of Pleasanton taking over. And Abramson trying to make a block out there for him. Good run by Kenny. He ran about 15 yards to get back to the line of scrimmage and got beat up about five times while he was doing it. So it'll be third down now. And Loomis will not get another play off. That'll be the end of the third quarter of play with your score. Pleasanton 57, Loomis 14 here on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Synergize from Ag Explorer International is your all-in-one drip control, defomer, surfactant, and ammonium salts with a water conditioner and absorption activator. Synergize is the number one AMS replacement on the market. Over 30 million acres worldwide have made the right choice with Synergize. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical today for a dealer in your area to get Synergize, NutriPack, Enzone, and other great products from Ag Explorer International. 308-468-6206. We get up early to dice, simmer, fry, and mix. Nachos made from scratch with jalapenos, cilantro, and our homemade ranch dressing. Chicken ranch nachos in three flavors made fresh for our friends at Amigos. All right, let's go. Amigos Boneless Wings presents their starting snack backs. Number 16, garlic parmesan. Number 22, buffalo. Number 5, mango habanero. And number 81, sweet barbecue. And it's wings for the win at Amigos King's Club. As we start the fourth quarter of play, Pleasanton has scored 34 in a row, and they lead it 57-14 over the Wolves. Both teams will be 2-4 and four after tonight, and Loomis will start the fourth quarter with the ball third and 11 at their own 14-yard line. And, of course, trying to get something going here with their ones as they hustle out onto the football field, but Boy, they had six of their team members not even able to suit up tonight and a couple more dinged up. Love it. Takes the quick snap. He wants to roll to his right. Quarterback boot. He's got just one man out there. Does a good job to get by Pates and then runs out of bounds at about the 20-yard line, but that's not enough for the first down. Pursuing over there was Eckel along with Phillips. 
And it'll be fourth down and five. Again, a six that time, though, for the quarterback, Aiden Lovett. That's only the second time he's run the football tonight. And as much as Loomis wants to go for it, let's see if they actually do at their own 20 or if they just line up and punt it. That is exactly what they'll do with Quinn Johnson. This will be his fourth punt of the ball game, one in each quarter. Last one was off the side of his foot. Echol goes back to return it. Winded his back. That's a beauty. Echol backpedaling, backpedaling. He catches it over his shoulder at the 26-yard line up the left sideline, 30, 35, 40, still in bounds, 35. Abramson is able to bring him down at the 29, and there is a penalty flag on the play. That was a 34-yard punt. It just seemed like it was so much farther than that. It was a nice punt that they had to go back and get. Hold is going to push this all the way back to about where he caught the football. It'll be first and 10 for Pleasanton at their own 31-yard line. When our football game is over, and it will move along a little bit quicker here because of the running clock, we will have the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. With all the final stats, scoring recap, Riley Rosiski with four touchdowns and 170 yards rushing unofficially in the football game today. Tice Westland, 94 yards rushing, 47 yards passing, and a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. For Loomis, they haven't been able to get in the end zone in the second half, but they have four turnovers at that 76-yard kickoff return by Isaac Walls. So, second teamers in there right now, and Klingsporn, the quarterback, and fumbles the snap, and it is still loose on the ground, and Abramson is going to be able to cover it here for Loomis. Nobody could find it. It rolled about five yards into the secondary, and that'll be the third turnover of the football game on Pleasanton, but the backups couldn't get the clean center quarterback exchange, and Loomis will have it at the 34-yard line. So getting on top of that, Joel Abramson, and now the chance for their first-teamers to get something done here from the Pleasanton 34-yard line. And two men move in motion. That's an automatic flag. They have to let the play go. It's coming back. Lovett gets it inside the 30, and he'll be stacked up at the 27-yard line. It would have been a gain of eight, but it'll be illegal shift here on Loomis. And when both of the guys moved from their wingback positions, they looked at each other, and they just stopped, and they kind of waited for the whistle. So a five-yard penalty, just the third one in the ballgame on the Loomis Wolves. Coming up next week for Pleasanton, they will be at Anselmo Myrna. Again, this is their final home game of the regular season. And then for Loomis, they have three straight on the road. They were at Bertrand, at Pleasanton, and they will go to Elwood next week. Elwood has yet to win a game after being beaten today by Bertrand. First down and 15 now for Loomis. Ball at their own 39-yard line. Aiden Lovett tries to get him set down here in the I formation with Kenny the eye back and Gabe Kimball, the fullback. They'll give it to the eye back, and Kenny gets a little hole, 35-30, right sideline, 25, and steps out of bounds at about the 23-yard line. So that's a 16-yard gain for John Kenny, his best run of the night, and it'll move the chains here. First down and 10 for Loomis. Trailing 57-14 with the clock running, 9-20 remaining in the game. Swinging over to the left end will be Quinn Johnson. Trying to get them all in there right now, Loomis. Pitch play left side. Kenny looks for some room, cuts up on the numbers, and he is going to be brought down 
after a short gain to about the 21-yard line. We'll give him a gain of two. Again, high school volleyball next Tuesday and Thursday here on Power 99, the Luplatt Conference Tournament from Loop City. The Fort Kearney Conference Tournament begins Monday. Pleasanton and Elm Creek, the top two seeds, are hosting the games, and then Kearney Catholic hosting the semifinals and finals on a Tuesday and Thursday. Lovett sets him down on second down and eight. He wants to go quarterback bootleg to the right side, nowhere to go, cuts it back up inside, and he's going to be hit just behind the line of scrimmage, forcing all of the mayhem there was Phillips. He didn't make the tackle, but he made him change directions, and then his teammates came over and made the play. Pulaski in on the tackle. Going to be a loss of one on the play that time for Lovett. And it'll be third down and nine at the Pleasanton 22-yard line. Still coaching them up down there, trying to get the second-team Pleasanton defense. They've done just fine. They split the backs here. And Aiden Lovett will have a whistle before we get things moving. Looks like somebody might have been lined up in the neutral zone, and it's offsides on Pleasanton. That's a flag that is thrown by an official who is still warm out there on the field. Five-yard penalty is the fifth here on Pleasanton. That has not been a problem tonight for either one of the football teams. And on third and short, straight up the middle, Kenny. Kenny gets inside the 15. He's hit at the 12, keeps churning to the 11, and that's enough for the first down. And on the tackle is Chase Pulowski. And we'll give him a nice gain on the play. About seven yards on the play. And bring up first down and 10 at the 11. Split the backs and love it. Takes the snap, wants to throw out of the middle of the football field, trying to get it to Quinn Johnson, covered by Eckel, and it's off his fingertips and incomplete. That was the first pass attempt of the second half here for Lovett, who was three for five, just 10 yards and two picks in the first half. Seven minutes to go, 57-14, Pleasanton with the lead. Bootleg left, wanted to throw, now decides to tuck it up and run, and Lovett just runs into the pile and is going to get to the 11-yard line, and that's it. Everybody over there trying to make the tackle. It'll be third down and 10 yards to go. Again, don't forget tomorrow, Big Red Football on the Breeze, 94.5. Pre-game at 1.30, kickoff at 6.30. Tomorrow night, the third-ranked Nebraska volleyball team takes on fifth-ranked Minnesota. That's on Nebraska Educational Television. Loper Volleyball win tonight at 16th-ranked Central Missouri tomorrow. Hastings also home tomorrow. The ball's fumbled here in the backfield. It just fell right out of the hands on the quarterback-running back exchange. And love it, handing it off to... His running back in Kenny had the ball fall to the ground, and Loomis does cover it. And there on the tackle is going to be Riley Hadwiger. So the junior gets back there and jumps on it. It's going to be a loss on the play. And on fourth down, they waste no time to throw it out here into the flat. It's incomplete for Johnson. Lovett is hit there. And Aiden going to be a little slow getting up as Chris Phillips hit him as he got rid of the football. And they will turn it over on downs. And Pleasanton now has their backups in there for another crack at the offense. Five and a half minutes to go, 
Again, this was 23 to 14 with seven minutes to go in the second quarter. And since then, four turnovers by Loomis and Pleasanton continues to do some outstanding work offensively. And now we'll see if the backups who have got to play in every single game this year will have an opportunity to maybe put one more on the board as we play out the string here at Pleasanton. Bulldogs will put Kingston under center out of the eye formation. He'll take the snap. Going to fake the option pitch, keeping himself off the right side up the hash mark. Follows his blocks, 25, and gets up to about the 29-yard line. Nice little run there by the Pleasanton backup quarterback in Cray Kingston, and that is going to be enough to move the chains. First down on the play. That is 18 unofficially in the football game. Give him a gain of 10 out to the 28-yard line. Loomis coaches still trying to preach some encouragement to their guys. Hand it to the fullback this time, Eckel. Eckel has some room, runs over a man at the 35 and has another first down at the 40. That's going to be a gain of 12. So he has played at the end, and now he gets to come in and carry the football. They used him in the slot a couple of times as we're down to four minutes and counting. On parents' night, the final home game of the regular season, and even if Pleasanton makes the playoffs, they'd have to get a win to even have a chance at a home game. So they got a lot of work to do, but it all comes down to the final two games of the season, and now Pleasanton didn't have enough guys on the field, and they are going to have to call a timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We're down to 348 remaining in the game. Pleasanton 57, Loomis 14 on Power 99. And PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming, brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Gary Michaels has beautiful new fall clothing for men and ladies arriving daily. Ladies, purchase a regular price item and get the second 30% off. New Brighton items reduced to half price. Men, purchase any suit or sport coat and pant combo at regular price and receive a shirt and tie free. A $105 value. Just in, new Johnston and Murphy shoes. All footwear now 10% off. Also, book your wedding now at either Hastings or Carney location and receive 10% off the entire wedding party. Fall savings going on now at Gary Michaels. Let's look at the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. Earlier today, Bertrand beat Elwood 46-12 in the fourth quarter. Overton leads Anselmo Myrna 62-22. Lawrence Nelson over Blue Hill 47-8. Giltner, uh, we need an update on the Giltner-Axtell game. You can uh, send that to us, 646-0506. Also, uh, Shelton has beaten Heartland 14-6. So we get back to action here. We'll have the ball. First down and 10 at midfield. And just kind of a scrum going straight forward, carrying the football that time. We have a new ball carrier in Tristan Casson. He'll get two. And it'll bring up second down and eight. We've had the running clock here for about a quarter and a half since midway through the third quarter of play. 7.46 mark when Rosiski took it in for the fourth time tonight from 25 yards out. Second and eight at the Loomis 38-yard line. And Clingsborn will pitch it out here. Waiting for it is going to be Pates. Pates makes one man miss and gets out to the 36-yard line before the tackle is made by Blinkow. A gain of two on the play. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven different ball carriers tonight for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. 2.45 remaining. 57-14 Pleasanton as we play it out on this first Friday night in October. Craig Kingston pitches it right side. Uh, Phillips is going to carry 35-30. Sprints down the right side. 20-10-5 touchdown for Chris Phillips. But there is a flag right where he made his cut up the field that will look like negate the 36-yard touchdown run. And it is going to be a hold on Pleasanton. And they'll replay it here. It'll be third down at about 15, moving the ball back into Pleasanton territory. So a few penalty flags on some of the youngsters here in the fourth quarter. But all in all, Coach Ricky Westland going to have to be very pleased. They had a fumble when it looked like they'd score on their first two possessions that Loomis then marched down the field, had a brief 8-7 to seven lead. But since then, Pleasanton has done a good job of taking care of anything. They did throw a pick on a fourth down play, but had to take the shot down the field. Third down and 15 at their own 32-yard line. Kingston takes it. Pitch play. They're going to go Phillips to the left side. 35-40. Tries to stay in bounds. He'll get into Loomis territory inside the 35 to about the 32-yard line. And that is going to be a gain of 15 on the play. But it'll bring up fourth down at about five yards to go. Pleasanton breaks the huddle, trying to get eight men on the field here, both sides. A minute 40 to go. Fourth down and short, about three yards to go. And they'll turn and pitch it here to Pates. Pates looking for running room to the right. He's got the first down at the 30 to the 25. Gets a block down to about the 24-yard line. And that's going to be a gain of eight on the play for Pates. And the 20th first down of the night here for Pleasanton. And we'll be under a minute to go here by the time the Bulldogs snap this. Everybody's seen some playing time. Again, not deep rosters for either team, but as we said, a few more out, just about 23 here for Pleasanton compared to the 17 suited up tonight for Loomis. And Cray Kingston one more time brings him up. Phillips is the eye back this time on first down and 10. They'll pitch it to Phillips, sweep to the left side, He had one negated by a hold. Now he's inside the 20 to the 15. He finds his way to the 10-yard line. A gain of 15 on the play for Phillips. So he's got two carries for 30 yards. And only one more play has to be run. Let's see if they just hand it off or maybe take a knee here for Coach Wesson. Unless they score, this will be the last play of the game. Kingston hustles to the line of scrimmage, though, so this isn't going to be a kneel down. 14 seconds to go. Tries to get his guys set, and he will take a kneel down. So that will be the end of the football game. The final 34 points of the game scored by Pleasanton, and they win their last two games at home on the season over Elwood and Loomis, and now get ready to uh, try and uh, pick up another win uh, next week when they go to Anselmo Myrna, who will be 1-5 and five on the season. Both teams here now 2-4 and four after Pleasanton 
takes care and shuts out Loomis in the second half by a score of 57-14. to 14. Doug Duda along with our producer-engineer Cassie Sloan here on KKPR-FM. Carney, Pleasanton, Hazard, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We'll be back with the New West Postgame Show right after this. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you every day you rise early sip your coffee pull on your boots and go to work and the team at pioneer is with you when you're choosing which product to plant on which part of which field we're with you when you're plotting out your planting schedule as winter turns to spring we're there too and when you climb into the combine to harvest another bumper crop there's no question where we are pioneer with you from the word go see impact seed Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the Bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show brought to you by your friends at New West. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today, 57-14, to 14, the final score. And let's tell you how it all broke down tonight. This is our scoring wrap brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need wrapped up, covered in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Took just two plays for Pleasanton to get on the board after a nice kickoff return to the Loomis 38-yard line. Kessler Dixon took it in on an option pitch down the right side from 35 yards out. Chandler added the kick, made it 7-0, 45 seconds into the game. And then... After a fumble recovery by Aiden Lovett at the Loomis 25-yard line on the second Pleasanton possession, they marched at 55 yards, and on fourth and goal, Joel Abramson took it in from two yards out. They also had the two-point conversion pass to Walls, and so Loomis had their only lead of the game with 5.02 to go in the first quarter, 8-7. to Riley Rosiski got the first of his four touchdown runs from 15 yards out to cap a 65-yard drive on the final play of the first quarter. The two-point conversion run made it 15-8 Pleasanton. Then Peyton Schultz came away with an interception at the Loomis 3. It was a fourth down pass by Westland that was picked off by Schultz. And instead of batting it down, they would have been out about the 18-yard line. But it got picked off, and on the very next play, the ball as they tried to pass it, Lovett just kind of had it slip out of his hands right into the belly of Chase Pulaski standing in the end zone. The touchdown made it 23-8 to with 7.23 to go in the second quarter. And then on the ensuing kickoff, Isaac Walls with a beautiful kick return, utilizing the whole field, 76 yards, cut it to 23-14 with 7.07 to go. But that would be the last time that Loomis would score tonight. Rosicki took it in from two yards out. 
with 5.02 to go in the second quarter. Then Westland on an option keep, 51 yards out with 2.30 to go, made it 37-14. to 14. And uh, for Seth Eckel on back-to-back Loomis possessions, he came away with a fumble recovery and an interception. And after that interception, Rosecki took it in with a minute five to go before half and made it 43-14. to 14. Loomis got the ball to start the second quarter or the second half and moved it in to Pleasanton territory, but ended up fumbling the ball. And uh, Rosecki took it in from 25 yards out for the fourth time tonight, made it 51-14. And then on a fourth down and 20 play, Westland hooked up with Seth Eckel from 23 yards out, a minute 20 to go in the third quarter, made it 57-14. to And there was no scoring in the fourth quarter. And your final score, 57-14 to in favor of the Pleasanton Bulldogs. That is our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you wrapped up covered by one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. We'll come back, take a look at the final stats right after this on Power 99. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to barneyinsurance.net. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. Back on the New West postgame show. When we're wrapped up here, we will take you to Miles Field where Kearney Catholic in the fourth quarter is taking on Kozad and has taken a 9-7 to lead in the fourth quarter. We'll have the last few minutes for you here on Power 99. Here's a quick rundown of the final stats. First off for Loomis, they were led by Peyton Schultz. 14 carries, 76 yards, but he ended up on the sideline, banged up a little bit. Isaac Walls, seven, uh, four carries, 40 yards. John Kenny, seven carries, 29 yards. Joel Abramson, six carries, 23 yards, and a touchdown. Aiden Lovett, four carries, 11 yards, and they had a team fumble for a loss of 10. 35 rushing attempts, 160 yards. Only one completed pass beyond the line of scrimmage. They had three completions, but two of them were for zero. So for Levitt tonight, he was three of seven for two picks, 10 yards, 170 yards of total offense, nine first downs, four punts, four turnovers, three penalties for 15 yards. Tonight for Pleasanton in the home finale, Riley Rosiski, 20 carries, 170 yards, and four touchdowns. Then you had uh, Craig Kingston, one carry, 10 yards. Seth Eckel, one carry, 12 yards. Kessler Dixon, seven carries, 53 yards and a touchdown. Broderick Pates, three carries for 10 yards. Uh, also in the uh, football game here, we had Phillips with two carries for 30 yards. Quarterback Tice Westland had eight carries for 94 yards and a touchdown in the game. And also Tristan Casson had one carry for six yards. 
I have 43 rushing attempts, 381 yards in the game on the ground for Pleasanton. Through the air, Westland was 2 of 5 with one pick for 47 yards and a touchdown. 428 yards of total offense, 21 first downs. No punts, three turnovers, six penalties for 55 yards. And Pleasanton wins it by a score of 57-14. to 14. Once again, I want to say a big thank you to all the fine sponsors and, of course, the fine folks here at Pleasanton for their hospitality. And we will uh, turn it back to the studio saying you've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Make your appointment today. Kearney Catholic trying to finish off their game with Kozad. And then it's the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show. Again, the final score from Pleasanton, the Bulldogs 57, Loomis 14. Good night, everybody. <laughs>